Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 177 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Fran, and across from me is Ben, and we're a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any podcatcher. Ben, how are you doing tonight? Very good. A little warm. It little is nice. warm. I it's like a little this. toasty out here. A little I like uh, it, sweat though. on the brow. I mean, it is July. So, I mean, we should expect this until at least September. Uh, yeah. Or September. October, possibly. October, probably. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, I'm doing pretty well. Pretty, yeah. pretty good week. Long. Hot, but actually, you know, yeah, short it, week though. Four days, right? Uh, four and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, four and a half. All right. All right. Uh, four and a half week or four and a half days this week. And how about you? How was your week this week? Uh, also a short one. I mean, I had Tuesday off, so I had a nice four-day weekend. I got to just mostly relax. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the week flew by. I worked uh, today. Um, I was out last night until later than I thought I would be. I mean, that's usually how it happens, right, Ben? I mean, That's usually how it goes. You plan on just having a few beers and going home early and calling it a night. It didn't quite happen that way. And, yeah. Uh, well, I gee, am, when you once you hit fifty, you're like, oh, it, it, you actually do. I don't think you would. You actually do. You leave. would not. You would definitely uh, stay out. And, and knowing and, that I can't get, uh, knowing <laughs> that I can't sleep anymore. Uh huh. When I could sleep, I was definitely down to stay out later. But when once your body t- doesn't allow you to sleep past a person, certain time, mm-hmm. you do start thinking, well, maybe <laughs> I could go to bed. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you had a good time. Oh no, it was good. I mean, it was just uh, I was out later than I expected. You know, I I I I thought I'd be home by about you know ten thirty, and I ended up being home by about like you know one thirty, yeah, and then the waking most... up, waking up for work, um, at uh, you know six twenty in the morning, and you know getting a, you know maybe four hours of sleep. But I did take a nap though before I got over here, Power so nap. I may not sound energized at the moment. But I'm gonna to try to get there. You, know, you think, will, you will. I think you know I'm, I'm drinking a little bit of the Coke here with my uh, with my drink. And actually, you know, we, let me just mention what I am drinking, Ben, because that's what we're about to say, anyways. I am continuing to drink Ooh, the Surf gone. City Stillworks Pure Side Bourbon Whiskey with a little bit of Coke, a little bit of club soda, and a little bit of that organic lime juice. What about you, Ben? What are you drinking? Oh, I'm really happy. I actually didn't finish up the Tans Gym, but I had to bust open this bottle this week. It's been staring at me for two weeks since I bought it, and I'm really, really happy to have this. I forgot <clears throat> how much I like this particular gin. Mm-hmm. This is the Drum Shambo Gunpowder Irish Gin. It's a slow, slow distilled gin from Ireland. It's got gunpowder tea in it. It actually is very refreshing for the summer months. It doesn't have as much of the the juniper and the spices that you get with some gins, especially those gins you'd like to drink in the wintertime. This is a more clean, crisp, refreshing gin, and I'm really enjoying it. Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight? You know what, Ben? Before we do... Ooh, before we do. Before we do uh, talk about what's on the big board tonight... Uh, tonight's beverage, actually. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Because uh, tonight's beverage, it's a little bit different. We usually drink uh, our brown later on in the podcast. But tonight, I got the ABK6 Cognac. It's their ice edition. And this one, supposedly, um, delivers different sort of flavors. The flavor profile changes as it warms or cools. 
And uh, so we have the cognac on the table right now. And so we're going to try it right now on the podcast to see what sort of flavors come through, what kind of scents come through the nose. And, um, you know, we'll see if it actually does change. We'll see if, yeah. this, if their marketing gimmick is true or if it's bullshit. Yeah. So and it might, yeah, it might be. And we'll I mean, give it's, you... it's a good marketing gimmick. I mean, don't get oh, me wrong. For sure. You know, because when I saw it, because the ABK6 has a whole line of cognacs and you know we've had uh i think one or two in the past and i mean they were good i mean every single cognac that we've tried on the show ben likes to talk shit about them but they are actually all good we haven't all, 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 all of our bourbons haven't been spectacular well, all of our ryes haven't been spectacular our scotches mostly have been good but our cognacs in my opinion have all been good Fair enough. Shut up. Right. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, we'll give you a full rundown of of, of uh, the, the distillery yeah. and all of the tasting notes and all that when we get to that portion of the show, but we just want to give this a quick taste. Yeah, so let's give it a front. taste now. You know, warm on the table. I mean, supposedly we're supposed to get more vanilla notes Allegedly. right now, being that it is warmer, and then later we should be getting different notes. Let's see if we get that. Let's see let's what, how, it. how it smells on the nose, Ben. Oh, it's sweet. Very, def- very definitely sweet. sweet. Honey. I get honey. I'm getting vanilla. I'm getting a little bit of a tartness, maybe even a cherry in there. Yeah. A little bit maybe of a plum. I'm getting that sweet biscuitiness again, but definitely stone fruit as well. And it's a little harsh. It is a little harsh. harsh. It does give you a little bit of burn on the nose. But I am getting. Wow, uh, that one went straight up the nostril. But I am getting. I'm definitely getting the vanilla, the honey, and a little bit of that fruit, a little bit of that cherry. Well, let's see how. Let's sip on this a little bit. Let's see what kind of flavors come through, Ben. And I'm going to keep this on the table too to taste to compare like side by side later. I'm going to. Oh, it is. It is. I mean, it's. It is definitely. It's a pronounced sweetness. You do get the vanilla, but you also get a lot of honey. And on the bottle, ton of honey. On the bottle, it doesn't say anything about honey. But there's a, a lot of honey coming through, and there's a lot of sweetness. There's actually not as much burn on the back of the throat, just a little bit, just a pinch. Uh, you get way more on the nose. Uh, you know, I thought this would be a little harsh going down, but it's actually not that harsh. It's actually soft on the entry, a little creamy on the back. Um, shut up, man. You're going to make it no, come out. I'm not saying a word. You're trying to hold it in. I'm you're not trying saying to hold a it word. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait. I'll actually, later, I'm going to keep this. I'm not going to finish this, but I'm going to keep it on the table and try this. Finish this right before we do the taste later with the cold one. And get them like close in time to each other, yeah. and see how they taste. Just very sweet. It is extremely sweet. sweet. This is actually one of the Honey, sweeter vanilla I guess. cognacs Thanks. that we've had. I mean, you know, cognacs are are usually you know sweet in the delivery, um, but this one is extremely sweet. Yeah, I'm getting mostly honey, vanilla, yeah, and a little bit of harshness, a little bit of a cookie note, like a yeah. biscuit graham cracker note in there, a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe cinnamony, uh, a little cinnamon, yeah, a little bit of spice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I can't wait later to, to taste this, and then, uh, so I'm gonna keep this on the table, and then when we have when we pour that cold one, I'm gonna taste this right, finish this one right before, and then see like back to back if they really taste that different. Yeah, we have the ABK six sitting in the cooler right now, so yeah, later in the podcast we will try it. That will probably be in the next hour and a half. Exactly. So just listen. That's, exactly. Listen pretty, to us until then. It's pretty good. I mean, it's 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 creamy, it's sweet, it's not overly grapey. Some of those cognacs are overly sort of. Uh, Fruity. And, and this the one color, a, it's nice and light. The coloring is nice and light. Yeah, not a lot of fruitiness. A yeah, lot of sweetness. But a lot of sweetness, and it doesn't, I mean, it's actually got, I can feel the sugar on my lips. Uh, but this is actually a really nice, smooth, it's not sort of that overpowering cognac It's almost flavor. like the Glen Roths uh, that we had a few weeks ago, the bourbon cask finish Glen Roth, that was extremely sweet. Super This sweet. is very reminiscent of that. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. like it. I mean, because it yeah. doesn't have that super cognac flavor, that grape 
that intense sort of dark tannins and that grape flavor and that sweetness or not that sweetness but that cognac punch i that think you it's get. all in your head i think it's all I, in your I head. Know, this one's different than the other ones this one's different than the other ones i think uh, uh-huh all right friday what are we going to talk about tonight tonight bird on the big board we have our nfl news as usual we also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there we have our feel good story and ben we are 65 or 64 days away from the football season so that's just about two and a half months that were two, just about just over two months out yeah, right now exactly. from football exactly. starting up again. Cannot wait. Uh, I know time flies, right? Time, time fl- I mean, but it is. It, it seems like it should be further away. I mean, it, yeah. it's really flown by, and because I remember on the podcast, it just seems like just recently I said it was like a hundred days away. Now yeah. it's sixty-five days away, and then when we get back from our vacation. It'll be just right around the corner. Yeah, it'll be almost the last preseason week. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And we, we also have our shot of the week, Ben, in honor of National Pina Colada Day. I believe it's on the 10th of July. We have some Pina Colada shots on the table. We're going to come up with a name for that once we get to it eventually. And we also have the beverage, which we just mentioned, which was tried, the ABK6 Ice. We'll try it chilled and see if we get any you know, different sort of flavor profile from that. And we have our beer of the night. Uh, I don't have it on the table in front of me, but it is from King's Brewing in what, Rancho? Uh, Rancho Cucamonga, Rancho California. Cucamonga. And uh, it was actually uh, gifted to us by one of our longtime listeners, one of my coworkers, because I actually tell my coworkers that I have a podcast. and like, Ben, who doesn't tell anybody that we have a podcast, except for people, random people at Western Bagel, apparently. <laughs> um, but, I tell everyone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, she gifted us this. She went straight to the brewery, picked this up just for us. It is a, uh, I think it's a triple IPA. So, I mean, she said it, she tried it. She said it's really bitter. She's not into really bitter beers, but she thinks we will like this. It's the L.A. Vuitton offering from King's Brewing. And then we have our housekeeping to finish up the show, Ben. All right. Oh, what's in the shot, Franny? Uh, in the shot, we have uh, some Bacardi rum, Ben, obviously. And we also have some Ruby Red. Do you Ooh, like ruby red? Do you I like, do. Do you like grapefruit? I do. Oh, yeah. Well, your wife said I can take it home with me, but I don't like uh, I don't like grapefruit juice that much myself. I don't really care for it. So I mean, you know, if you like it, you can drink it. I just got it for the shot because I thought it would mix well with also a little bit of pina colada mix on the bottom. So it's a nice layered shot, white on the bottom, pink in the middle, and clear on top. It is a beautiful looking shop in, but I forgot the tahini. You told me to put the tahini <laughs> on there. Well, in return, I might have to, you know, interrupt a little bit less than normal tonight. That was my plan. My plan is to uh, interrupt less. Anybody that listened not, deep into not. the podcast last last week, we we had a, a lengthy uh, therapy session at you the end of, at the end of the podcast. I just mentioned. I just said at it. The end of the podcast. I didn't think it was a big deal, but apparently to Ben, <laughs> it's a very big deal. Yeah. Well, I know that I have issues with interruptions, so you know, pay attention this week. You, you will, know, ben, you will it's, see it's, less interruptions this week from me. It is not the Thirst and Goal podcast if you are not interrupting. If you're not speaking over me, it is not the podcast. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how much patience I have. Uh, no, no, with in, my own interrupt brain. me. Uh, honestly, interrupt me at all times. <laughs> at all times. Because you will speak over me, and I will speak over you. And that's just the way podcasts work. Uh, some do, yeah, that yeah. is for sure. Like the boring ones, you know, like... They allow somebody to talk, and the other person talks. Blah, blah, blah. But in this on this podcast, Ben, we just interrupt, okay? Fair enough. Yeah. All right, Freddie. What's first about a big board? First up, Ben. It seems like that bothered you. It really <laughs> no, did bother I you. I, I think. I just, did did I you like see to, a therapist this week about that? <laughs> I like to nitpick a little bit. Oh, okay. Just a little bit. Yeah. 
Are you? Are we going to talk about me now showing up for your bachelor party ten years ago? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay, all right. Probably. <laughs> I mean, you had, you had more important things to do, like save money for someone else. So I get it. I was I the best it. man at that one. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Whatever. NFL news, <laughs> Ben. That's what we're going to talk about first on the big boot. All right. First up, Friday. Baker becomes a big cat. And he's not going to be a doormat. The new Panthers quarterback, Baker Mayfield, will still be getting paid by the Browns this season. In fact, he'll get more than more from the Browns than he will from the Panthers. Mayfield, who previously had a guaranteed $18.86 million contract due to him from the Browns this season, has instead agreed to a rework contract that reduces that number for Cleveland. Now the Browns will pay Mayfield $10.5 million. The Panthers will pay him about $5 million. And he will agree to restructure his contract so he doesn't get the remaining money as guaranteed salary, according to Mike Garofalo of the NFL Network. Mayfield can still make the full $18.86 million this year if he hits certain incentives, according to the report. Mayfield will now count $10.5 million against the Browns salary cap this season, with the remainder counting against the Panthers cap. Now that the Panthers have provided the ultimate no-confidence vote for a potential franchise quarterback for whom they had traded for a year ago. What's next for Sam Darnold, many are asking. Franny, what say you about this big blockbuster trade? The Browns to the Panthers, Sam Darnold. They say they're not going to trade him. What say you? I mean, I don't. you might as well I trade. I won't interrupt you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> interrupt all you want, Ben. Uh, but, you know, with, with Sam Darnold, I mean, uh, you know, honestly, what are you going to do with the guy there? I mean, you know, he, he started the season well last season. And uh, he kind of flamed out quickly. And we had P.J. Walker come in. You know, I would have had P.J. Walker start probably from the beginning if I could. Uh, he played well in the, was it the AF? XFL. XF, no, it was not the XFL. Was it the XFL? Oh, AAF. AAF, yeah. So he played well. And you, so and, you, and, you, and you talked highly of him. Um, and like and him. You, th- you thought he was a great quarterback. And, you know, it, he's, he's, uh, he's a good backup anywhere in the league. But on that team, on the Panthers, since you're a starter, your projected starter is not that great. You know, you have him come in and uh, play as the starter since the starter sucks. I mean, that's basically what it is. I mean, Sam Darnold, actually, he was pretty terrible. Um, But, you know, I'm not sure what to make of Sam Darnold, Ben. I mean, you know, a lot of he was he was drafted, what, third? It was pretty high by the Jets, yeah. Third overall. But so were many, many quarterbacks drafted by the Jets. And, you know, he never, I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, the the Jets are just a, a terribly run organization. And he never really had a chance there. He never really had a chance with the Panthers either. Whereas Baker Mayfield with the Browns, he was given a chance. He actually had good receivers. He had good talent all around him. You know, he did win a playoff game, you know, in, for the first time since like 1995 or whatever it was uh, with the Browns. Beat the Steelers back to back. Yeah. And, and they almost did, you know, uh, who, who was it? It was the Kansas City Chiefs yeah, when they went they to the Super Bowl. They were very close. They were very close to beating them. But, you know, he he's just a short quarterback, Baker Mayfield. He's, he's short. He's not as mobile as other short quarterbacks like Russell Wilson. He's not as accurate as, let's say, Russell Wilson or Drew Brees. Uh, he's I, 6'1". He's 6'1". He's stocky. I, yeah, but, I mean, I, I'm not sure if he's that much more of an upgrade over Sam Darnold right now for the Panthers. I mean, I don't, what do you, what do you think, Ben? I mean, I, I thought it was an odd move, but it's, it's something that well, they, uh, they needed to dump Baker Mayfield. They they needed to get someone to take on, you know, take on at least some of that yeah, contract but I mean, for like a, Seattle what, uh, gave up. You know, the Seattle round? wasn't in the fight anymore. Was it a fifth round pick in twenty twenty four? Yeah, or something I mean, like it was essentially take nothing. this guy off our hands. Yeah, and and, and it, it will pay you to do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why Seattle didn't pull the trigger on it. Uh, you know, I I think that they just don't want the drama in the building. I don't think they want any drama, TV cameras. 
players questioning, you know, Drew Locke and, and Geno Smith and, you know, Baker Mayfield allegedly has this reputation of being a pr- pretty immature in a locker room, rubbing a lot of people the wrong way, whether that's true or not. Who knows? Uh, but I think that he plays with grit. He plays the game of football in his own way. And if he just was on the right team with the right players, with the right coaching staff, he might be able to have some success. I mean, he did beat the Steelers to end the season yeah, two years ago, lot... and he beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Was it him? I mean, the team is. I mean, the team was stacked, though. I mean, they had a lot of talent, even on defense. Yeah, yeah. They still have a lot of talent. I mean, OBJ on was hurt. You know, Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the league. They have him there. You know, I mean, even the receiving core. Not that bad either. No, you but know, the Panthers it, desperately need a quarterback. They do. I mean, I, I like Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold. I'd like to see him get a chance as a backup quarterback somewhere on a decent roster. So if the quarterback goes down, he has an opportunity to play in a well-run offense. I mean, he's better than Davis Mills, right? Uh, maybe more experience. I don't actually know if he's better. I kind of yeah. like Davis Mills, yeah. uh, especially with the with the dearth of talent that they had on that Texans roster. He played with grit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I don't dislike Baker Mayfield. I mean, the the Browns pre Kevin Stefanski were kind of a shit show uh, in the front office and in the coaching staff. Now it seems like they're still a shit show. Yeah, they're still a shit show on a number of levels, and I hope it stays that way. Shot. There's a shot. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> is that stuff cold? Let's hope that stuff. Really? Is, let's hope it's chilled. I know I put it in the cooler a couple hours ago, so I'm hoping that it's not super. We we plowed through that bottle though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Plowed See, Rasia plowed the shit out of that. Yeah, bottle. I've been taking polls of it at work and other places. Not too many people have heard of it. Every time I say it, they tell me they say, "You mean you mean you mean mezcal?" I'm like, "No, I don't mean mezcal." Huh. <laughs> I mean it's similar. It's made in a similar way to mezcal, but it's not mezcal. It's not smoky. Uh, but a lot of people are like, no, you mean mezcal? I'm like, no, I I, I literally, I, I know what it is. I mean, <laughs> I have a legit per- source in Mexico that tells me what it is. Like this white guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> this white lady in Mexico also probably doesn't know what she's talking about. Uh, but uh, it's Rasia. It's a it's a Mexican. Uh, to, it's essentially made from the agave. the agave plant but it's it's made it's made from different agave and it's made in this sort of earth earthen uh whatever you call it like a like a like a not a still but a something like that an earthy mound where you burn it and you you, you roast yeah so they don't, the they don't steam it they don't they steam roast it they roast it. it and it's you know made by farmers this is the old fashioned drink that they would pass by yeah. you know pass in in mason jars and like, uh, plastic bottles amongst each other almost like the moonshine it was like illegal when you know when they were doing it back in the day i mean the whole history was actually on the bottle right there and, and <laughs> you you also uh, looked it up I and mean, we we Went over that. And now it's trendy. Now the hipsters love it. Uh, you know, a few podcasts ago. But this is our punishment shot. And it's not really much of a punishment. I mean, actually, the first You're sip, warming up to this one. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, it's not that bad. I mean, it's very earthy in flavor. It's very irony. There's a lot of a lot iron of in there. there. Yeah, it does t- it almost taste like, yeah, like you're like sipping on some a little bit of blood. Like there's a few drops of blood in there, I'm sure. Blood, sweat, and blood. tears went into making this. Yeah, so should we, uh, do you want to, do you want to, Talk about Baker Mayfield. Should we do a shot, or do you want to still talk shit about the? Uh, the no, we can fit. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll probably still talk shit about Baker. Oh, Mayfield, okay, all let's right. do the shot. Let's do the shot, and this is our punishment shot. Uh, and we signed a contract in blood many years ago. If I see anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot. I'm a huge Eagles fan. Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC North, then you take a shot. You started talking shit about the Browns, and it kind of rolled off your lips pretty easily right there. You didn't even, you didn't even uh, notice it. I mean, the Browns are doing everything they, they could do to become, you know, the, Browns. the pariahs <laughs> of the NFL 
and they're doing a good job of it. Yeah, and so uh, Sonia, who is uh, hasn't been on the podcast for a while, it's Ben's wife, it's my cousin. She used to be on the podcast. If she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot, and Ben just dipped his shot glass in his icy cold gin drink um, or gin, to chill gin, this down gin Ricky bit. there uh, just to make it a little more palatable. But uh, it, it, if you actually, you know, it, it's it's chilled. You can kind of feel it. There you are. Cheers, Ben. Let's do it. Let's, let's take this punishment. <sighs> See, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of lime in there, too. Yeah, I, can, I feel like I'm liking it more. It gets more earthy to me every yeah. week. As we finish the bottle, it's any better. Yeah, as we finish <laughs> yeah. the Yeah, we'll get another punishment shot. Uh, but front, I mean, Baker Mayfield... Last year, 17 TDs, 13, IT, uh, 13 interceptions, That's, not great. No. Year but he was that, also injured. He was injured. Year before that, 26 TDs, 8 INTs, uh, completion percentage last year, 60%. Year before that, 62.8%, not great. Uh, but I think he has potential. Hey, pull up pull up um, Sam Darnold's numbers and see how that compares. You know, Because when Baker Mayfield moved to the Browns, they really tried to build a team around Baker Mayfield and bring in a lot of talent for him. Whereas with Sam Darnold, they brought him into New York, and then they expected him to do everything with nothing. Worse. Yeah, last year, 9 TDs, 13 interceptions. Wow. The year before that, 9 TDs, 11 interceptions. Oh, he sucks. 59.6 <laughs> and 59.9 uh, completion percentage, that's respectively. Low. That's low. Oh, my God. You, look, that's, that's actually yeah, well, yards know. per attempt is like <laughs> 6.2 yards last Baker season. Baker Mayfield, not much better. But better. But better. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I well, just think Baker needs to get out of Cleveland, get away from that, you know, all the drama yeah. that surrounded his career there. I don't know why so much drama surrounded Baker Mayfield on a team that's pretty bad. No, I think it's his without, attitude, too. You know, coming out, you, you and all the you're, commercials. You're, you're, you can interrupt me. It's okay. I, I can tell you're, like, just waiting to jump in. <laughs> I'm going to be better. No, no, no. Just keep on doing it. Keep nope, on doing nope, it. Yeah, no, do it. Do can't. it. <laughs> can't do it. I can see, can't I can do see, it. Won't I can, do it. I can, I can see that vein in your forehead. You just, you just want to say something. Nope. No veins. <laughs> I see it. It's, it's forming. It's there. I know. It's forming. I know. I I've it. heard about the vein when, when I when I'm in a meeting. <laughs> oh, I've heard about the, the interruption. So vein. I wasn't the first no, one. No, you're not the That's first person to say. That's why you so much. I knew you wanted to say something. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't. Uh, I got a good poker face, but I don't have a good poker vein. Uh, no, I, that, that vein definitely bulges when you want to say something. I mean, well, what do you think? I mean, it, it, it gives Baker Mayfield a new, you know, a, new, a change of scenery. Allegedly, the Panthers do not want to trade yeah. or move to Sam Darnold. But I think you know the reason. But what do you think? Both of those quarter. I mean, what do you think the, the Panthers should do? What do you think mm-hmm. that the, do you think the Browns made a smart move? I mean, the Browns had to get rid of him. I mean, the Browns are just, just because you said like the headaches and everything and everything that was following him around the media. I mean, it, it all started with the Ohio State uh, and holding his balls on the sideline and just being, you know, having that sort of uh, uh, attitude that he brings uh, in college and even, you know, in the NFL. Actually, it wasn't as bad in the NFL. I actually expected him to be like a like one of those bad boys in the NFL, but he yeah. actually was fairly mature uh, in the NFL. Um, but I mean, I think that sort of carried over from his college days, and that's why he gets so much attention from that. He does great commercials, by the way. Yeah. Um, but you know, just looking at the numbers right there, you know, it's an upgrade when you just look at the numbers. But I'm not sure how he's going to perform in, uh, in with in, the worst roster. Yeah, with the Panthers, with the worst roster. I mean, their their defense is not as good. They're uh. I mean, they have Christian McCaffrey. If Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy yeah, for a few games, the entire exactly in the entire year, then you know it's definitely going to help Baker Mayfield out. It's going to give him a little bit more time in the pocket because once he has to sort of you know scramble out of the pocket, he's definitely not as accurate. Then actually, he's a little more accurate out of the pocket because he's actually 
fairly short. So his, yeah. actually, his accuracy out of the pocket is a little bit better. But, you know, teams sort of, you know, they catch on to that sort of thing. And so if you can bottle him in and trap him in the pocket, his accuracy actually drops quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, he's similar to Russell Wilson in that he really... He only, yeah, well, Russell Wilson can run away from it. Well, yeah, but I mean, they essentially play one offense, one style. You know, they, they have a, a set number of plays that they run. They run a specific offense. Everyone knows what they're running. The question is, can you beat it? You know, I mean, I, th- I thought it was an odd choice on top of that complete that complete shit show mistake that they made by drafting Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. Oh, yeah. Then they followed that up <laughs> with a similar type of player in college. I mean, he wasn't drinking and all of that stuff. Yeah. But a similar type of attitude player. They follow that up with Baker Mayfield, and both of those moves, from the Browns' perspective anyway, went south. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. They won't have. They probably won't have a quarterback on their roster this this year. I don't know who the backup to Deshaun Watson is, but whoever that oh, is is uh, going to play. Jacoby Brissett, right? Yeah, Jacoby. Oh, yeah, Jacoby <laughs> yeah. Brissett. Two more years out from his last decent season with the Colts. Uh, you know, serviceable, I suppose. Uh, but it, it's. I just think it's interesting to, to finally. See this soap opera come to an end yeah. because it, it was it was the one lingering sort of issue out there with with the NFL. Yeah, but I mean the Panthers though themselves aren't really losing much. I mean five you know, million bucks less than we're paying Trubisky. Bucks, well, actually, know, more than we're paying. They're giving Trubisky. away. They're, they're giving away you know a draft pick in twenty twenty four. You know, I mean, yeah, it's it's really if if you're gonna take a chance, you might as well take this one. It's like a lottery ticket. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you get me cashes, it cashes. You pull the you pull the slot machine yeah. lever and if it, if yeah. you if you get three cherries or three fire or three wheel 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 of fortune. Yeah, you're not you're not paying the guy thirty million dollars a year. So, you know, and, and you know the 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 Browns they're paying more the majority of the contract actually. And so uh you know when they play each other in week one if Baker Mayfield is the starter, um, you know, the Browns and the Panthers, the Browns are actually paying him more. Yeah. By having him not on yeah. the team, than I mean, the it's, Panthers it's having him a starting quarterback, and we'll see. I mean, word on the street, it's going to be either a six or eight game suspension for Watson or an entire season. Knowing the NFL, it's probably going to be in that six to eight range, probably closer to eight. So they will be without a quarterback for at least half the season. Um, but I guess they thought, you know, having him for the following four seasons was worth it, <laughs> or the following five. Is it five seasons? Yeah, worth I mean, it? we've seen Deshaun Watson play football, so I mean, you know, he, he's he's uh, yeah. Because when he it, can play, he could be a top five quarterback easily. Yeah, the you great know, the funny thing is though that they say, sorry, did I interrupt you? Oh my god! Uh, they, <laughs> they said, <laughs> you know, they said they wanted an adult in the room. They wanted someone who's more mature. Uh, the Baker Mayfield, because allegedly his antics were wearing thin and he was pretty immature, so they bring in Deshaun Watson, who by all accounts is extremely mature. He's, that was, that was yeah, the reasoning? Yeah, that's the reasoning. You know, uh-huh. What you want is like a Jerry Springer type who pays a prostitute with a personal check. You know, Deshaun Watson really was, he, he took a very sophisticated approach to his massage sessions. Uh-huh. You know, he had a very a very uh, dedicated team of people that found only the most professional uh, folks, or he, you know, like Robert Kraft, who paid, you know, a significant amount of money yeah. to ensure that all things went, you know, like, you got to handle it more like Robert Kraft. Like, he had an arrangement. Everyone knew the arrangement. He paid handsomely for the arrangement. And that was the arrangement. He didn't just call. He wasn't driving down Ocean Boulevard in Tampa like anybody. Got, like anybody want to give me a happy ending? Like he had. Like he had a plan. So if you're you're saying you want someone more mature, I don't know that Deshaun Watson is your choice for maturity. There are other guys out there. Still not convicted. Anyway. Still not convicted. Just saying. Fridays. If you if if he's not convicted, he must. What rhymes with convicted? Hmm. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Nothing runs with jail either. If he's not in jail, <laughs> <laughs> if he ain't on jail or out on pail, <laughs> put, nah. the, put the footballs in the pail, he's going to play. Never fail. Never fail. Uh, Friday, are you ready to move on from poor Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I'm just not. I mean, that whole situation, I mean, it's like, in my opinion, the Panthers basically have two 
good backup options. Like they're 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 both good backup quarterbacks, but they're not starter starting caliber quarterbacks in this league when you compare them to everybody else out yeah. there. I mean, they're they're decent. They're like on the cusp. They're like sort of like standing up next to the bench, not yeah. necessarily sitting on the bench, but standing up and almost in the game. Yeah, like they're would, like they're both I, those guys. If I were the Panthers, I would let Darnold go. <clears throat> Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't treat him like shit like the Niners are treating Garoppolo. Like, yeah. obviously, you don't want him. You don't want Darnold. You traded for him. You just brought Mayfield in. Just let the guy have an opportunity somewhere else. Don't hold him hostage mm-hmm. in Carolina just because you want to have a, a, a less bad option yeah. behind Baker Mayfield. Let the guy go. Let him go to the Texans. Let him go to a team where he might get an opportunity to play. But don't hold the guy hostage. That mm-hmm. that will piss me off, and then I will have to root against Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it's no shot for Carolina. No one... There aren't enough fans of Carolina to be warrant uh, to warrant a shot. Friday, are you ready to move on? Well, they're not in our division. Who cares? That's true. <laughs> Next up, Friday, a couple of interesting stories. The NFL Network is junk. Someone <laughs> finding the bodies in Goodell's trunk. This is a weird story. The league-owned and league-operated broadcast channel, the NFL Network, televised a marathon, finding a marathon of the America's Game Series. Documentaries delving into the various Super Bowl champions all the way back to the inaugural AFL-NFL World Championship game from the 1st through the 55th. The latest one featuring the 2021 Rams will likely debut in September. Every single episode aired with two notable exceptions. The 2002 Buccaneers and the 1995 Cowboys ended up in the do-not-play pile. Hmm. The folks at JoeBucksFans.com strenuously objected to the Tampa Bay omission. Uh, their guess is that it was it traces directly to the fact that John Gruden, the first-year coach of Super Bowl 37 champions at the time, currently has active litigation against the league, and because he was forced out of his job as coach of the Raiders after someone, he claims in his lawsuit that it was the league office and the commissioner, which <laughs> makes sense, leaked emails Gruden had sent to former Washington executive Bruce Allen in 2011. Tyler Dunn of GoLong.com points out that the 1995 Cowboys also weren't included. As Dunn speculates, likely accurately, that episode was leapfrog because it includes extensive narration from former Cowboys PR executive Rich Darlimple, who abruptly retired not long before ESPN.com reported that Darlimple allegedly had videotaped cheerleaders while they were changing clothes in 2015, and the team eventually paid out $2.4 million to settle any potential legal claims. I just think this is a fucked up story. You had yeah. 53 guys on the team. You had all the coaches. You had all the people in the front office, all the people that made these Super Bowls possible, and they don't get to celebrate this along with the other 53 games. Yeah. Because one guy who might have done something in John Gruden, who still has not convicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Still hasn't. I'm just saying. It's, even it's if true. he is a complete douche. What about I mean, all the other players? Like sort of a douche, yeah. But what about all the other players on the yeah, team? And then exactly. a PR executive for the Cowboys who wasn't even involved with the function of NFL. Because in 2002, NFL... it, was, it was Dungy was the coach, right? Dungy was the coach the year yeah. before, and then Gruden came oh, in. Oh, and then Gruden came in. Won. Okay, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what I mean. What, what about all the other guys that won the... Like, you can't... You can't yeah. you, you're the NFL. You're worth hundreds of billions of dollars. You can't edit a new episode for this team that somehow doesn't but, include all the Gruden stuff. What about all the other guys on the team that, could, yeah. that won that game? Yeah, and it's not fair to Cowboys fans. If you don't air the last time they won a Super Bowl, they'll forget. Shot. All these new Cowboys fans, all the and ones... And the next story is about the Cowboys, too, just so you <laughs> oh, know. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> what a dick. You love 
putting these Cowboys stories on here because you know I'm going to say something negative. I search for drama with the Steelers. Like, how, many, how many Cowboys fans are there out there right now that are just going to blow off the dust from those VHS tapes from the times that they actually won a Super Bowl a long, long yeah, like time ago? Go through the screen. Yeah, as, as I you mean, start to take. they don't remember these things. They just know in the history books it says they won five Super Bowls. But the, the most guy that's them, been broadcasting on, uh, on Fox for like the last yeah. 20 years, that was a guy. That's a guy. That's most a guy. of them. Don't remember these things, and so it's not fair that the NFL Network is not allowing these this new generation of fans that thinks the Cowboys are great to not allow them to watch the last time they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they just think Michael Irvin is a, a, on a terrible podcast. They exactly. don't know that he was an actual <laughs> NFL wide receiver yeah. in the past. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, I just think I just thought it was really fucked or up. Deion Sanders. Uh, you know, I don't give a shit about John Gruden. I don't give a shit about Darlimple. I just all the people that contributed to those teams. And got that Super Bowl championship. Deserve an episode just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Edit the episode. Edit the episode down. Do whatever you need to do. To, you, there's plenty. It's not like there's not like there's an, a lot. Not a lot of film about the Super Bowl. <laughs> so you could fill an episode with yeah, extra but I mean, film. But I mean, what about all the? So you just dump it on the in the trash because the head coach may or may not have done something that other head coaches may or may not have done. Yeah. And another guy who settled a lawsuit who wasn't even involved with the actual play on the field. It yeah, just, what about Robert Kraft? Yeah, what about you know, his off-field incidents? Yeah, well, you're not gonna because that would be seven episodes. Six, yeah, exactly. That would be six episodes. Yeah, they have to cut the season really short. Then that's actually a good. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I, I mean, it, 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 he almost was convicted. Yeah, yeah. He probably should have been convicted. Oh no, I mean, I'm, he's guilty of what he did. I mean, he, like it's, it's obvious. I mean, you know, it's it's. He, I, I didn't even think he seems a little sleazy. What a great point, Frank. I didn't even yeah. think about that. You're gonna air all six of the yeah. of the fucking Patriots Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Because a PR exec videotapes some people, this guy's actually engaged in prostitution in Florida, and he and you air all six of those. Yeah, but what about all the other? But I'm more concerned about the players, like all the players that yeah, they contributed. That may have, many it. players had, that was their only Super Bowl victory mm-hmm. on both of those teams. Yeah, and to not and most air Cowboys it. fans don't remember the shit. I mean, I, I barely remember it. I remember like Steve Young, Troy Aikman, with, like right. when I was on a bunk Cheers. bed. We'll take the well, I wasn't on a bunk bed. I was on a bunk bed, but I was a grown man. In someone else's bedroom on a bunk bed watching (laughs) Steve Young versus Troy Aikman. I still have a very vivid memory of that. Probably wearing, like, uh, jean shorts. Uh, uh, No, 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 no. I was hiding from my girlfriend at another woman's house. (laughs) Oh, wow. Watching Troy Aikman versus Steve Young. That's why I guess that's why I remember it. PAMP. All right. Let's do it. Cheers, Ben. Ah. But I just thought it was. I yeah, mean, it tastes worse now. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a, a really fucked up thing for the NFL ah, to do to the to the players. That one really hit me bad. Ugh, ugh, to the players and the other coaches on those teams. I know it's a, it's a huge disservice. And to Robert Kraft gets a. I mean, Robert. I mean, talk. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but Robert Kraft has something on somebody. Yeah, on Goodell. He's got something. Or somebody at the NFL Network. Somebody. Because that's six Super Bowls. You would. You yeah. probably shouldn't air. Yeah. If the owner is actually engaged in prostitution. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the, if you know. Uh, you know, I, like you said, uh, John Gruden is, he seems like kind of a, a douchey kind of guy. But, I mean, it's like, you know, like there's... But it there's... was also many years before and the it, emails were allegedly... Exactly. It was nine years before that. Mm-hmm. And, and, like you said, I mean, the players, they all contributed to this. I mean, Warren Sapp, you know, one of the greatest defensive players of all time on that team in, in 2002. What a great team that was. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean that, if you win a Super Bowl well, with Brad Johnson, you got a good that team. That was just a well, you know, constructed team all around. And, you know, for that stupid thing in 1995, for who the fuck is Tyler Dunn? I have the no... PR? Uh, Tyler. Uh, oh wait, no. Tyler Dunn is not the guy. Who was the uh, guy? It was Rich Dar Dallor. The PR exec. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, who the Rich fuck? Darlimple. Who the who Dar- knows? Darimple. Who even knows that guy? Nobody. Yeah. 
And allegedly, they, Troy they, they, they still don't know what exactly happened. They said they settled the case, but the criminal charges never that's, happened. You know, Troy Aikman. I mean, that was that was like the heyday of the Cowboys, other than you know the seventies Cowboys. But you know, the, the mid nineties Cowboys. You know, one of the best teams probably ever constructed. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna that's give why them, those I'm Steve Young them, battles with. You know, with, I'll give them with, credit where credit yeah. is due. You know, but with I mean, Aikman. it's like. You should allow people to watch those games, no matter you know who was involved in what. <laughs> you run fifty five. You run fifty three of fifty five episodes. Yeah, stupid. But Friday brings up probably the the best point of the show in a long string ever. of shows ever, ever maybe because <laughs> I didn't even think about Robert Kraft or because that that he's tied to all those teams. Yeah, yeah. right. And I'm sure if you look at every Super Bowl champion, you know throughout the years, there's probably some other folks that are involved dan snyder's tied to the fucking red some of those well they never won a super bowl with dan snyder yeah <clears> i was in there i think the last one they won was in what 91 jim ursay i mean yeah. getting caught you know essentially asleep at a stoplight with like 60 bottles of oxycontin on the floor of your car mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, i mean there's lots of there's lots of people that were involved in less than legal things yeah. along the way. Stellar, I just thought it was a fucked up story. Stellar behavior. Yeah. But I mean, the, the other, the other guys that were probably sitting down with their families watching this, you know, watching this series, I bet you their kids, their grandkids, their, their parents, their family yeah. members would like to see yeah, but with that no, episode with no football on TV though. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you know, I was actually I tuned into uh, the Eagles and Cowboys game from like 2018. I mean, it's like that's how much I'm, I miss football. Like I'm just watching this game. You know, where Carson Wentz was still a starter. We had Aguilar, and like I, you know, you, you kind of forget the players. I mean, Sproles was still playing at the time. Yeah, and uh, that was the year after they won the Super Bowl. They didn't, were, didn't have a great. Planned. I mean, they still made the playoffs. They still beat Chicago yes. in the playoffs. Always make the playoffs. <clears throat> Sorry to interrupt you. The double. Do- Shut up, man. <laughs> the the double doink year. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, 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 um, you know, I'll, I'll tune into these games and, you know, if, if, if the 2002 bucks are playing, you know, in the Super Bowl, I'll, I'll, I'll just watch those games. Not I'll, on the NFL network. You won't. No, not, not there. <laughs> but I mean, if, if they actually aired it, I would, I would watch it. I mean, even the 95 Cowboys, I mean, who did they play in 95? It was pri- might've been the bills. Cause it was, it, no, it wasn't the bills. Bills and net bills were in 94. Um, cause they played the Steelers in 96. Yeah, they beat the Steelers in '96. Was it the Bills? Maybe. It was, right, well, if it's a '95 season, it was the Steelers. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe it's '95, '96. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, I don't need to watch that for, for 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 for. I wouldn't watch the episode. I don't need to watch Neil O'Donnell get smacked around by the Cowboys defense. Yeah. Thank you, NFL yeah, <laughs> Network. Thank you for that one. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I just think that the players, their families, they deserve to watch this game, mm-hmm. and, and the NFL, as it always does, comes in like the totalitarian regime that it is. Yeah, but it's it's funny that they pick and choose who they're going to punish. Yeah, you know, not Robert Kraft ever. No, 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 no. Robert Kraft. No, 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 no. He's safe. He's, not he's, ever. he's safe. He's he's uh, he's a cheese guy. Yeah, he's a cheese guy. Uh, Friday, another cowboy story. No cowboys for you. Is America's team through? From si.com. When a superstar changes teams, his jersey sells. That's normal. When a superstar emerges in the Super Bowl, his jersey sells. That's normal. When the Dallas Cowboys don't have a superstar ranked in the top ten in NFL jersey sales. That's not normal. Mm-mm. Look at these jersey sales, Friday. Number one, Russell Wilson. Number two, Josh Allen. Number three, Devontae Adams. Number four, Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett. Number five, Tom Brady. Number six, Mac Jones. Number seven, Cooper Cup. Number eight, Justin Herbert. Number nine, Patrick Mahomes. And number 10, Joe Burrow. Uh, in just five NFL seasons, all with the L.A. Rams, Cooper Cup has transformed himself into a superstar. The former third-round pick of the Eastern Washington's popularity 
On and off the field has grown tremendously in his jersey sales can reinforce that conception with over half the year being completed. Cup uh, is at the top 10 of jersey sales in 2022. To- totally sensible. All to- also totally sensible. Russell Wilson. Yeah, new team. Of course. Uh, beyond Cup, the only other non-quarterback in the list was Raiders de- receiver Devontae Adams because Raiders fans buy jerseys, who ranked at number three in new sales. New team also, you know. Yeah. And he moved from Green Bay. Now to the Cowboys. And this is not meant to take anything away from New England Patriots QB Mac Jones or from Cup, who put up extraordinary season in 2021, in which he earned the receiving triple crown, leading the league in receptions 145 yards, 1947, and touchdowns 16, and then advanced to the postseason and did it all again while winning Super Bowl MVP. But where have all the Cowboys gone? <laughs> Obviously, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott remain enormously popular, and Micah Parsons, CeeDee Lamb, and Trayvon Diggs are likely on a level down probably ready to rise on this list of team if the team succeeds but it seems like the cowboys are always an important part of this list and given the marketing power of america's team it's weird to see their absence here fronting the yankees stay popular the lakers stay popular i think the cowboys might be fading i think into so. regularity i think so in obscurity well, I mean, look, in the, the nfl the, the cowboys. This, they've never not had a, a name on this list in a modern era yeah i mean you know the, uh, I think all the players on the team right now, the people have already bought their jerseys. Dak? Well, what would it be? Dak Prescott is no, on I'm the list, but can he pick it? Who hasn't yeah, no, taken a snap? That's pretty. Well, I mean, the Steelers fans. Sorry I mean, to interrupt you. You know, oh my God. Yeah, but with, <laughs> with, with Steelers fans, I mean, I, honestly, you know, I, like LeBron James is, a, he's, he's like the self proclaimed king. You know, like the Cowboys are yeah, the self. Yeah, don't give yourself a nickname. Yeah, I mean, the that's Cowboys. A, that's a rule of thumb. Don't give yourself a yeah, nickname. But the Cowboys are the same. I mean, they're the self-proclaimed America's team. And they're really, in my opinion. Yeah, but America's not everybody's favorite. These they're days. not. But they're not, though, because, I mean, you see a lot of Steelers fans across the country. I mean, if 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 I was to choose America's team, I would either choose the Steelers as being America's team or even the Green Bay Packers being America's team. The Dallas Cowboys I would choose them like just right under that, maybe the third That's a shot. team. At <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean, well, Dallas itself is a large. I mean, Dallas is a fairly large city, so I mean, you can have a lot of people buying jerseys regardless. But I mean, you have a small, tiny town of Green Bay, and for them to have that sort of, uh, you know, fan base across the U.S. is very impressive because there's a lot of Green Bay Packers fans out here. Same thing with the Steelers. Pittsburgh is not as large of a city as Dallas, but they also have a large following but you know it's like it's like let's say uh what's another uh like like the yankees or something i mean you would expect a lot of yankees i mean fans out there because new york is just fucking large you expect millions of people to be buying um you know jerseys for a large city like that but it's impressive that green bay and pittsburgh smaller cities have that sort of following i would i would expect that those two teams Based on how small they are and how large the following is across the country, they would be America's team. One or one, you know, one and two. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously a huge Eagles fan. You know, I wouldn't expect them to be, you know, America's team. I mean, they're, you know, they're obviously fairly popular. There's a lot of Eagles fans out here. And, you know, when there are other Eagles fans, we have this sort of connection, unlike you, yourself and maybe other Steelers fans, because there's a lot of them. Yeah, you know? and we talk. So, yeah, but maybe not as much as like an Eagles fan. Like we've become instant friends. Uh, no, yeah. Steelers fans talk. We talk to each other, especially if they're over forty, because I know yeah. I know what they're talking about. And and I mean Raiders. If it's, if, it's, if it's some kid wearing like a Devin Bush jersey or like a Kenny Pickett jersey yeah. this year, I'm probably not gonna 
strike up and a I would conversation. Say, I would say the Raiders. But if they're a little older, I will strike up a conversation. I would say the Raiders are also, I mean, because I don't know if there's any other team. But none of the fans actually know who's on the team. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not, I don't know if there's any other team like the Raiders just know where the parking lot that is. have switched cities so many times and still like these 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 cities still have an allegiance like Oakland and LA and Las Vegas, like which other teams could switch so many times and still have that sort of allegiance to Ramps. that team. Well, the Rams, but the, the Rams don't have the same Ravens. following, but even the Ravens don't have that same following. Browns. The, 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 the Browns have pretty much always been in Cleveland though. Uh, no, no, they were gone. They left to go to no, Baltimore. But, no, but I mean, but they left, oh. they changed their name. They're gone. Whereas I mean, Colts? You know, the, no, but that was a long time ago. But even, <laughs> but even then, but even then, they. But there's not that same sort of you know cult following, even like the Raiders. So I'd even put the Raiders up there. Oh, the Raiders are the not Raiders being, are the cult following team of of the not NFL, like being yeah. America's team, but still a very popular team for a team that's changed location like year after year after year. Like they can move it around yeah. across the country, and people are still going to follow them. Like St. Louis fans hate the fucking Rams, but like you know the the Raiders, they move from L.A. back to Oakland. To LA again, maybe back to Oakland again, Las Vegas. Times, yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's like they keep on jumping around, but people still follow them. Uh, but in terms of the Cowboys and but their fan base and, and being America's team, I, I never believed it. But I think the reason why their jersey sales are not that high is because they don't have any you know new players. Everybody that bought a Dak jersey bought their Jack Dak jersey. Everybody that bought um, you know their whatever CD Lamb or you know, uh, Ezekiel Elliott jerseys. Like, everybody's bought those already. Ben, if you right now to purchase a jersey for the Steelers, who would you buy? Uh, Can he pick it? Would you really? Why you, well, actually, you know what? I, yeah, TJ Watt would be the one guy. Come Cam out. Hayward. I'm surprised you don't have a Watt jersey right now. Uh, sh- yeah, now that he signed a contract. Uh, Cam Hayward. Uh, I mean... I'm- I, I wish yeah, James Conner right now. Still, if you were uh, to Najee like Harris, go to NFL Network I, 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 or NFL.com, my first choice would probably Cam Hayward because I think that's going to stand up. Mm-hmm. He's going to retire a Steeler. Minka, he's always going to be a Steeler. Everyone's always going to know who he is. <coughs> mm-hmm. T.J. Watt might go somewhere else in his next contract. T.J. Watt, I would, I would, if I was a Steelers fan, I would get a Watt jersey. Yeah, I mean, he's locked up for a few years, but yeah. Cam Hayward is like the the stalwart. Yeah, like, Watt is a if you're a Steeler baller. fan, you're a, you're a, you're a Cam Hayward. Yeah, but fan. Watt is a fucking baller, though. Oh, man. he's definitely a baller. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, he's uh, the but, best. But it's I mean, gonna be the less. Best, in my be opinion, less, the best defensive player. There's gonna be less Hayward jerseys. Like only like those people you connect with. Like if they see in a Hayward jersey, they're uh-huh. gonna be like, yeah, that guy knows that guy. That but guy. if you see him in a TJ Watt or Kenny Pickett, they'll be like, yeah, he just bought whatever's popular. <laughs> So that's that's why I have my that's why I have my Duck Hodges jersey because you know they're gonna know. Like you know you remember that season, the lost season. You remember. I, I yeah, I mean that's pretty much the only jersey that was ever bought. Probably yeah, yeah. But yeah. they'll know. Like you remember that lost yeah. the Rudolph Duck Hodges flip flop season. Uh, but funny, but this is a big deal. I think for the Cowboys not to be on this list for for year. I mean they they're always on it. You got big names on that list. If you if you look at the list, I'm taking a shot. Did I say anything negative? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, is this is huh. it? Is, are the Cowboys? Is it over? And you said yes. But look at some of these guys. I mean, I just said they're not America's team. They're self. I mean, Josh Allen. If you don't, you should have your Josh Allen jersey by now. It, Tom Brady, like you don't no. have your Tom Brady I mean, jersey by on. now. No, but I think I think the Bills. Cooper have become, Cup's been there for a number of years. Josh Allen has. Justin made, Herbert's been there for a number of years. Mahomes, yeah, no, you don't have your Mahomes still, jersey by still, now. He's still young. He's still, but he he's created more fans though for Kansas City. But, but Mahomes, I mean, he's been with that team for a number of years. Yeah, you I should know, have your Mahomes jersey by I now. No, I know, but Dak Prescott hasn't won in Super Bowls. That well, that's true. That's a shot. 
I just thought this was an interesting story because no, it is. It you is. would expect to see even a defender on his team if you Wait, had one he, of those, yeah. you know, if you had something? a really big, yeah. like when they had Deion Sanders, I bet he was on this list. Cheers, Ben. Cheers. I, I will be slurring at the end of the podcast. That is for sure. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, oh no shit. more okay, clank. There we go. Uh, clank. Uh, you know what? Next week, I, let's just let's just inundate the NFL news with Browns, Bengals, <laughs> um, and uh, Cowboys. Ca- no, 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 Cowboys. No, 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 no. Just everybody from your division, Ben. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no stories because we're so low key. But Kenny Pickett on this list—that's weird. No, Kenny Pickett. Isn't Kenny Pickett there? Number four, four. behind Wilson, and behind Allen, behind Adams. I mean, those guys have had you know a lot of success in the league. I'm actually surprised that Aaron Rodgers is not on here. Uh, well, I mean, he's been in the league so long, people know who he is. That's also as a true. human being. I mean, you know, I'm sure everybody that, that has he's bought a, a jersey. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's it, a douche. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but Dak Prescott has done nothing in his entire career to give anybody the impression that he's a douche. No, he's I mean, done the opposite. In fact, he is the only cowboy that I respect. Yeah, and 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 I would expect his jersey to be on this list. I mean, especially. You know, with Adams on this list, with Mac Jones. I would on actually this get a, list, I would get with, a Pollard jersey before I get a Zeke jersey. Yeah, that's true. I would not. Yeah, no yeah. Zeke jerseys. No, 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 no Zeke jerseys cut. Cut. I like, mean, because Pollard half shirt. Did they, did they sell funny. the half shirt jersey? It's funny. I tell people this. I, I'm like, like Cowboys fans out here. I'm like, Pollard is a better running back, and like, it's like blasphemy. It's like it's obvious. Just watch the fucking game. Just because yeah. he gets like, he gets less carries. Yeah. yeah. But he moves the ball better. But people are stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's like when I first moved out here, like 2000 and uh, maybe it was 2003, 2004, when I was playing a lot of poker. Uh, and I would go to the poker room like three three times a week and play. I mean, I can't tell you how many stupid arguments I had when they were thinking about trading Shaq or trading Kobe. And uh, like half of three quarters of L.A. thought they should trade Kobe. Yeah. And I'm like, like, I what is like, is your fucking brain broken? Like, yes, this guy that has maybe three years left in his career. Keep that guy. This young kid who's going to be the probably the second best player ever in the history of the league. Definitely trade him. The fat fuck who can't exercise to save his life, who eats kielbasa every night, who can't shoot, hit a free throw, whose career is almost over. I mean, but you would hear LA fans literally screaming at me across the table that I was an idiot for thinking you should keep Kobe Bryant instead of this fat fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was huge. But he was, he was almost done at that point. Like yeah. he didn't help that kid, that Heat team win, really. Yeah, I mean, he was and decent. then he went to he the Suns decent, and yeah. what ate a bunch of hamburgers, like, yeah. uh, or where did he go? Houston after that, or yeah, Suns? But I don't like talk shit about <clears throat> Shaq because Shaq is he's, well. He's, I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah. making fun of Shaq, yeah, but, yeah. but but fans are stupid. Yeah, yeah. Like, of can course, you imagine yeah. if you had kept fucking Shaq and traded Kobe Bryant in like 2003? Yeah, uh, like, but there were there were most of the fans thought they should keep Shaq. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe it. I mean, mo- most of the casual fans. Yeah. All right, Friday, are you ready to move on? Let's move on. I, sorry, it's like Bash Shaq night tonight. We had, a, had a picture of Shaq with a with a Dallas Cowboys oh, jersey, I and I love and I love Shaq as a person. I watch any yeah. TV show. Shaq wants to go interview people. I'll watch it. Shaq I, wants you know, to, you know. It's funny. I think he's going to do another uh, another DJ set in Croatia. Actually, yeah, I think he's going to fly like back. Shaq. He's going to fly back out there, and he's, uh, he's just a. Uh, I mean, not, he's a huge dude, but he's a huge personality though. I mean, it's it's funny. Like I, I saw this thing on Instagram where he like uh, there was this little girl interviewing him, and she's like, "Oh, I saw you like however so many years ago," and he remembered. I mean, I'm not sure if it was set up or anything, but he handed her like a like a, a like a a stack of cash. He's like, I lost a bet to you. And I remember that I lost that bet to you. <laughs> and he gave her a stack of cash and he's like, don't ever take money from strangers. Don't ever take money from strangers. 
ever in the future. Like, this is the only time. <laughs> Beyond this, do not ever accept money from strangers. Especially six foot seven, it, 350 well, pounds. It was seven foot. He was, he was over seven feet. I mean, he's, he's over seven feet. But I mean, like, he's, he's just, uh, I mean, it, it was like what was it? I forget which 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 um which which uh, nighttime show he was on. I think he spent like seventy thousand dollars at Walmart in one night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. buying stuff for people, but or even for himself. Like he's oh. like he's like I don't like to get to a place and not have anything in my place. Like cause he, he, you know, he moves cities, and uh, he just he went to Walmart and just bought everything. He spent seventy thousand dollars in like one day. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I probably if I could <laughs> if I could spend seventy thousand at Walmart, I'd probably just give him a list. I'd probably just give someone a list, but then they wouldn't video. I didn't me. know you could spend seventy thousand dollars at Walmart. That's like basically buying the entire store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got a lot of plastic cups, yeah. a lot of pla- paper plates. Not the best brands. Uh, no, either. not the best brands. A lot of plastic coming yeah. out with Jack. But he's a great dude. I mean, no, he's a great dude. Sure. All right, Friday, are you ready to move on? Right, let's move on. Next up, last week we had the lamest ranking of all uh, because there were like six. <laughs> there yeah, were yeah. like six teams on it this week. Because we're so close to training camp, because we're so close to the beginning of the season, we're going to have a, an episode or two, and then we'll have a, 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 a three or four week break, and then we'll be right into the NFL season. So we're going to rank all 32 teams, pro football focus, their ranking of all 32 teams' rosters from 32 to 1. Franny, who do you think is at 32? Well, I'm looking at it right now, man, because it's on the screen. <laughs> it is the Houston Texans, they and get I would no love. I would not have chosen any other team. Actually, I would I would have guessed the Houston Texans, even if it wasn't on the screen right there. Yeah, it's too bad. I, I actually think that their roster is a little bit better than than 32nd, but they're they're the I, they're the whipping boy of this year. I do not think so. They're gonna they're, they're gonna get ben. the beating. They'll probably win four games this season. They're gonna, well, yeah, because they don't have a quarterback, but. Oh, you see, oh, you just said Davis Mills is like. I said he be- might be better than Baker Mayfield. I didn't say he's Joe Montana. Oh, okay. Uh, couple, who do you think is 31? Uh, 31. The only ones that matter are like the bottom and the top. I would guess the Jags uh, or the Jets. Jags or Jets? Atlanta oh, Falcons. Falcons. I actually. Okay. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> coming in at 31. They don't have much to speak of in the defensive. Side of the football coming in at thirty from a the Chicago Bears. Yeah, the Bears and Justin be, Fields. The Bears would be bad. Uh and it's I mean they got their they got their their first round pick, starting quarterback. Yeah. You know, they've got I mean, I don't know that they have much going in. I, I mean, I'm I'm interested in seeing what the Justin offense Fields, is bad. Yeah, and, 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 and I want to see what Justin Fields can do with the players that he has there. Um but they're putting him in almost like a, a Jets situation. Yeah. You know, like we draft you. We want you to be great, but we're not going to give you any talent. Yeah, we're not going to give you any talent, and we're going to have lots of draft picks. Yeah. We're just going to fail on every one of those draft picks. We're not going to make trades, and we're not going to be able to attract anyone to come here and play for us and sign a contract. So uh, good luck yeah. to you, Mr. Fields. They're, they'll probably end up last in the division. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you think about this one, Friday? 29. Yeah, I don't know. I don't the know about Seattle Seahawks. How can a Pete Carroll team ever be in the bottom Four or five teams in a league. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I, I think this is a low rating for the for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, with Pete Carroll as the coach, I mean their defense is still decent, not the best. It's not what it was in the past with the Legion of Boom, but their 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 defense can perform well, and they got and, decent receivers. And you know, even even their quarterback situation. You know, I mean, a lot, a lot of people are making fun of uh, you know Locke and all that, but. You know, I I want to see what he can do with Tyler Lockett and and DK Metcalf as his you know receivers and uh, who's they have um, 
Hall, what is it Hollister? Is it who's the uh, the title? Oh yeah, I think they, I think they still have. Uh, yeah, it might be Hollister. Or, yeah, Hollister. Yeah, is, is and they the, got another they got another tight end too that they traded for. They got the tight end in the trade. Oh for yeah, that's Wilson. right. They, that's right. They got uh, the guy from from um, from Denver. I yeah, guess. Number, I, and he's a and he's a TN. He's a tight end one. I just can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, we'll remember when the season starts. Yeah, but he's he's <laughs> he's, he's he's rock solid. Yeah. And is he rock solid? Yeah, he's rock solid. Yeah. And I just think I think that, that the offense is going to be okay. I mean, Chris Carson's going to be he may play, probably won't. He might have to retire, but you still have, you know, Penny and the rest of those guys. I think that I think this is not don't Tough sleep division. on the Seahawks. Tough division. Yeah, I mean, but when Trey Lance gets benched in week 3, you know, I don't know why I don't know why they want that guy to start. Matt Stafford potentially gets hurt. I mean, this season oh, this, it's Jesus. wide open. You know, Tyler you know, Kyler Murray has a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, number twenty-eight, Jacksonville. Okay, literally a team that no one cares about. Yeah, nobody. Biggest city in Florida. No one cares about it. You know, on on ESPN, they were talking about like who's gonna go from worst to first or go to the Super Bowl, and the dude brought up the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> because this, of Trevor this guy, Lawrence, this guy should lose his job. Whoever that was, I That's forget like, what it was, yeah, but he's, he's got a he's got a Stephen Smith uh, or Stephen A. Smith future right there, making those kind of comments. Yeah, that's the, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, okay, we'll see. Uh, the 28, 20 or 27 Carolina Panthers. Yeah. I mean, their QB situation is, you know, murky. I think they're probably worse than the Jags. Uh, Uh, but I I mean, I'm probably nitpicking. Yeah. 26 front of your New York Giants. They're not my New York Giants. 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 Daniel Jones, Hall of Fame season (laughs) coming up. MVP season coming up. Yeah, I I think that's um, that's appropriate right there for the Giants. But they their roster is much improved. Really? Yeah, Saquon Barkley is going to be back. You've got Daniel Jones at the helm. Uh, exactly. That's what you've got. 20, that's why the twenty six decent head coach. I, I think I think the the New York Giants are going to surprise some people. Yeah, I mean season. they have some really great wide receivers, right? Well, no, but <laughs> yeah. they do have a much improved team. It's like let's bring in his rookie. We want to see what he can do. Let's never give him a good wide receiver. Yeah, you know Daniel Jones has been in the league now for what four, three, four years now. Uh, four and they, years. They haven't tried. This will be his fourth year. They haven't really tried. I mean, other than Saquon Barkley, I mean, it, I mean, who else is out there on the opposite? I mean, Slayton. Just, I mean, just Slayton? Uh, Shepard and is, is Slayton still on the team? I don't even know. I don't even think so. Yeah, uh, number twenty-five, Detroit, Franny. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I think Detroit should be higher. I mean, Detroit's got, no. they much improved their roster. They're gonna be, they're gonna be they, better. They've than got me. a solid quarterback. They had a good draft. They've got um, great tight ends. They've got decent receivers. They got a great secondary. But I still think they're going to finish behind Green Bay and, and Minnesota in that division. Behind Green Bay, not behind Minnesota. Been behind Minnesota too. Uh, eventually, yeah. eventually, Kirk Cousins has to become Kirk Cousins. Number yeah. twenty-four, the New York Jets. Yeah, <sighs> it's too low. Uh, they had a great draft. I mean, they also had a, a good draft. You know, the, all the players are still kind of young. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for them to meld. And uh, you know, for you know Robert Sala, uh, you know, I, I, I think they have a, a, a. I mean, I hope they have a bright future because they're sort of our adopted team. We, we you know, like all these teams, like the the, the Lions and the Jets, and you know, your Buffalo Cleveland Bills. Browns. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I adopted them. What's wrong with the Browns, man? <laughs> I don't like the Browns. You don't like the Browns. I don't like the Browns. What are you going to talk shit about the Browns? They're bad. No, I like I love the Browns. No more shots. No, no more, more shots, shots right now. for maybe you. After, maybe after the break. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I think that's uh, that's 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 a proper assessment. Uh, I just feel bad. I, I just think the Jets should be a little bit higher. Uh, coming in at twenty three. Are they better than the Cardinals? I mean, like I'm, sure, I'm surprised the Cardinals is far low. This is far uh, down the list. Uh, I mean, what do the Cardinals have? I mean, they got they got a, a, a couple defense? receivers. Good they defense. got a, a three foot tall quarterback. 
They got a defense that's weakened, an offensive line that's weakened. You know, I, I I just don't know why, you know, they had their great season a couple years ago and they really surprised a lot of people. They didn't win a playoff game, but they really, you know, they played pretty well. But I, I just don't think they've got the roster on defense and they certainly don't have the roster up front, the offensive line. You know, Kyler Murray can't stay in the pocket and throw the ball to his receivers. I think it should be a little bit higher than this, though. Uh, Definitely. We'll see. We'll see. I think that division's wide open. Except for the Rams. Oh, the Steelers. Oh, my God, Steelers man. Steelers at 22. Wow. In the bottom third. You know, you get rid of Roethlisberger, all of a sudden you guys drop. <sighs> well, I mean, he is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, you know, we have weakness on the offensive line. I'm surprised line. that we were even talking about this. I mean, because you knew what this list was yeah. before we started talking about it. Uh, I can't hide from it. Being this low. You know, great defensive line, decent secondary. Our outside no, it's, line, a, it's a good secondary. Our outside linebacker position is really weak. That's probably the biggest weakness on our defense. Offensive line needs a little help, but we got the receivers. We got the running game. So I actually think we should be higher. We've got, we got a great I, head coach. we got multiple quarterbacks. Yeah. we got more quarterbacks than we know what to do with over no, there. I, I believe that they should be higher than this. This is kind of a – this is a It's a slap, slap in the, the face. Yeah. face. Yeah, it is. It is. That's That's low. Can Let's see pick what it? the next team is right here. Can I pick? Can he pick it? Hall of Fame. Raiders this low. Raiders at twenty one. The Raiders. With your quarterback Derek Carr. This is stupid. This. I mean, they've really improved that roster. Yeah, but John I mean, Gruden. They brought in John Gruden a couple twenty years come ago. On, they, they they brought in Devontae Adams to this team. Their defense is 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 going to be pretty damn good. Yeah, I, mean, I agree, and their offense is actually yeah pretty you know, damn good too. Improved as well. Yeah, so I mean, they I don't, got I don't, Josh Jacobs coming back fully healthy. Yeah, they brought in Devontae Adams. They've still got the rest of those receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Renfro Waller, yeah. who's a beast at the tight end position. Yeah, I actually don't. And and, and Derek Carr is probably a top seven. And who's that defensive end? Top, that they have? top seven, that, top eight quarterback who's, who's in the league. The, the the defensive end that they have there. I got to forget his name too, but he's fucking a baller too. Man, the uh, can't remember his name right now. But I mean, they're they're uh, actually on both sides of the ball. I mean, uh, like, yeah, I mean, their their front four is also gonna be pretty solid. That's pretty interesting. I'm I'm surprised that uh, they're that low. I mean, who who ranked this? PF Pro Football Focus, one of the tr- most trusted <sighs> names in NFL football statistics. Mm, Twenty, your Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tennessee Titans. I don't think they're gonna be number one <laughs> in the AFC this year. I mean, they're gonna be solid. But you know, I I I think they're uh, they're coming to an end. You know yeah. that that I mean, they had their run, you know they had their chances. I I would still rank them higher than twenty, but not much higher than twenty. Yeah, and they had to revamp their entire receiving core. Uh, twenty twenty. Ooh, nineteen Minnesota Vikings. Your Minnesota Vikings. Your Kirk Cousins. <sighs> I mean, I would, I would rank them sort of middle of the pack, and this is getting closer to the middle of the pack. Oh, sorry. I saw that. Thought I saw something. Yeah, I mean, I think they're in the middle of the pack as well. I, I just think that the, the. I mean, I know they got a new head coach. I know they got the receivers. Uh, it's still Kirk Cousins. It's still Minnesota. I would probably still rank them in the twenties. Mm, I would say about seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Number eighteen, your New England Patriots. Why are they mine? Well, you know, you like Mac Jones. Do I really? Yeah. When did I ever say that on yeah, the podcast? Like I don't Jones. think I ever said that. Um, but with the New England Patriots, I think they're, it's fair. They're improved. I think that's fair. I mean, you know, I don't know what to, I think a lot of people don't know what to expect from the Patriots this upcoming season. You know, I mean, if Mac Jones, I mean, he was good last year. If he can improve just a little bit more, you know, this year, there's there's a chance that they can battle the Bills for, you know, number one in the division. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 
Number seventeen, the Commanders above New England. You, you know, see, this is this is stupid. Carson Wentz is a complete literal train wreck. I mean, of their a human defense, being and their a defense is solid, but I would still rank the Tennessee Titans above the Commanders. I would rank I'd the rank Steelers. Teams above the I would rank the Steelers above the Commanders. As bad as the NFC East is. The commanders are still probably going to finish third or fourth. Yeah, uh, yeah. This this one I just don't get. I mean, they're they're calling the biggest strength, you know, Jonathan Allen, obviously a great defender, Chase Young. No, Chase Young, on that I mean, defense. Chase Young is amazing, but still, though. I but mean, they have no offense. They have McLaurin, yeah. no quarterback. They have a quarterback. They have a quarterback who's going to compl- – I mean, this might this might be the meltdown year. This is stupid. This might be the year that he just runs shot, down. That's, he that's just, not a shot, is it? Uh, yeah, that's a shot. Oh, it's not a shot. Yeah, let's give it a shot. That's stupid? That's stupid? Yeah, yeah. Saying that's stupid? Yeah. Okay. Well, small, and you said you small, would rank them small. really low, and you said you'd rank them no, behind I, I, other I would, teams. I would, and... I would. I would definitely would. I mean, I'm not sure if they're any better than the Giants. Ooh, Cowboys coming in at 16. <laughs> I'm not going to check. You no shots. No, I, I, I think I think the um, just a little, little one, little one. Little yeah, but no, no shots for you. You can say whatever you want about the Cowboys. No, I mean the the, the Cowboys. I would say I, I would say the Cowboys. That's a fair ranking. I mean, they're they're just about a middle of the road team, middle of the pack. I mean, you know, there's, that's still a playoff team right there. And I think that's where they kind of are right now. I, mean, I think they're sort of on the cusp, especially in that division. They have a really good chance to make the playoffs, and that's just about right there. Yeah, I disagree. I agree. I agree. Let's do some small, little small shots. That's a go. tiny one. That's a tiny keep, one. Keep yeah. them coming smaller. Ah. <laughs> uh. Ah, oh, that rice is good. Yeah, but I think, I think that's an appropriate ranking right there. I agree. I agree. I I'm just surprised I haven't seen the Eagles yet because I, I don't think the Eagles are this good either. You know, being now at basically the middle yeah. of the pack. 15, Indianapolis Colts. Hey, you know me, Ben. I'm always on the Colts. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's a you little know. high. I just think it's a little high with their roster. I don't think their so. roster, it needs it needs. They a were little, just about there. Up. They were just about in the playoffs. Just if about. Carson Wentz was not their quarterback... Now, if you put that, if you put them in the same situation with Matty Ice as their quarterback, they're making the playoffs. They're yeah. not losing to the I Jags. I suppose they could have got shredded by the Chiefs instead of us. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, you know, what I'm, what I'm saying, like, is, is you know, with Matty Ice, better quarterback, you have the same team. I mean, you know, they've made you know some some changes, um, but you know, Matty Ice, uh, you know, don't sleep on Matty Ice. All right, just because Atlanta gave up on him, I don't think the Colts are going to give up on no, him. No, I like Matty Ice. I just think they they lack talent. Uh, number fourteen, your Denver Broncos. With Russell Wilson, I think that's fair ranking. Uh I would. St- I'd probably put him. At I mean, I'd have the I'd Raiders. Probably put him about nineteen. I would actually have the Raiders ahead of the Broncos. Uh, yeah, I think I'd put the yeah. Raiders ahead of the Broncos. I mean, Russell Wilson, like I said, he runs one offense. Everybody knows it. Everybody's comfortable with it. Everybody's seen it a million times. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to do it at Mile High, or you know. So we'll see. I, I just, I, I, I think that the the Denver Broncos. Obviously, they have offensive weapons. Obviously, the defense is pretty good, but I think the defense took another step back this year. And Russell Wilson might be in that same situation of having to put up a lot of points late in games to win games. And I think he grows tired of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Niners coming in at 13, Franny. Yeah. Multiple I mean, quarterbacks, <laughs> multiple head coaches, yeah. I mean, multiple I, running backs, I think, multiple receivers, multiple tight ends. Yeah, I mean, they're at 13 with Garoppolo as their quarterback. I mean, that that I. that's it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to start... Um, What's his face? Uh, oh, he's starting. No, I, I, no, I want to start him. He's starting. Now I want to start him. It, the era is is nigh. Nope, I wouldn't do it. The time is nigh. That's stupid. No more shots. Uh, the Ravens coming in at 12. That's, that's appropriate. I guess so. I mean, their defense is even better than it was last year. Their offense still needs a little bit of help, I think, especially at the running back position. Uh, 
Marquise Brown, yeah, I mean, Hollywood Brown is gone. So what? Uh, I mean, uh, this is going to be another year where Lamar Jackson is going to be asked to do a lot on offense because the weapons aren't there. You know, he's in kind of a contract year. He is in a contract year. Uh, I just, I think this might be a tad high for the Ravens. I don't think so. I think it might be high. You no, know, I mean, with Harbaugh, I would, would flip flop. I mean, when, the, I would flip flop him with the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, when, no, I wouldn't do that. Oh, I yeah. mean, I would have the Steelers higher, but I would also, I, would, I think this is an inappropriate ranking for the Ravens. Well, let's see. Let's see. We'll see. The end is nigh for the Steelers, for the Ravens. This is high. The Saints at 11 with Jameis. That is way Jameis too high. 30 for 30. New coach. You know, Jameis Winston's your quarterback. I mean, I would definitely how drop. How the fuck are the Saints this high? I, I, would, I would drop the Saints, <laughs> you know, definitely low. I mean, how are they better than the Titans? How are they better than the Raiders? How are they better than the Steelers? I mean, this doesn't make any sense. You know, Tyron I, Matthew ain't that good. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. He's not going to change, you know, the entire team and and make them like a, a you know a ten win team just by adding him or something. Yeah, you can't yeah. be in the top eleven without a quarterback. Yeah, you just no. can't. Nope. Number ten, Friday the Dolphins. Also, this doesn't make any sense either. This does not make any sense. I mean, Tua Tua, Tua Tungvaloa is your quarterback. I of mean, the future. Yeah, you and brought the past. in you brought in Hill. Okay, fine, whatever. I mean, you know, Raheem Mostert. But still, though, well, I Mostert mean, is nothing special. But even in that, even, even in that division, I, I can still see him even coming in third place in the division here behind yeah. behind the Patriots. Even maybe they could be behind the Jets. They this could is be, the Dolphins. They we're could about. come in yeah, last place in the division. Yeah, yeah, and I hope they do. Yeah, so do yeah, I. This is way too high. Yeah, Tungavailoa has proven nothing to anyone. Mm-mm. You know, <laughs> just having a receiver doesn't mean yeah. that. Whatever quarterback you plug in there is going to be able to hit Tyreek Hill. If you can't throw it to him. Now, especially when you can't throw the ball 40 yards downfield. He's already late stage Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. He's beginning his he's beginning his career at 37-year-old Drew Brees. <laughs> the two, oh, the Chiefs at number nine, Friday. Nine! Okay. I'd say it's about fair. I think they should be higher. I think that's about right. I mean, you, nine, got nine, nine. <clears throat> I know. Me. you got Andy Reid. You got Andy Reid. You have Patrick Mahomes. You have Travis Kelsey. Yeah, you I gotta mean, be we'll, ahead. You gotta we'll, be. You gotta be ranked higher. You know, this. we'll we'll see what um, you know what they can do with uh, Valdez Scantling and uh, and Smith Schuster. Yeah, I mean, but Smith Schuster. I mean, he's a serviceable you know slot receiver. He can get those third. He can pick up those first downs for you on third down. Mm-hmm. I, I still say with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you got to be in the top five. Mm. Uh, uh, number eight, the Cincinnati Bengals. I think it's a little low, actually. I think it is low. I mean, their defense was solid last year. I mean, their defense. I mean, there's been a ton of changes to this team, and they made they made it all the way to the Super Bowl last year. So I, I don't understand why they're at number eight. I'm sure we're going to see the Rams probably at number one or number two. And you know, they obviously won the Super Bowl, but the Bengals were pretty damn close yeah. to winning that Super yeah, Bowl. They were. Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this doesn't make any sense either at yeah, number eight. That's way too low. They should be in the top five at least. That's already positive, the Ben. Eagles. <clears throat> and this is also fairly high for the Eagles. I mean, all right. You know, you want, do I do I need to do a shot for saying nice things about the Bengals? Yeah, you do actually. All you right. said uh, that was that was overly positive. You know, all right. as long as I get I all, the, sh- all overly... the shots out of the way during the first portion of the show. Oh, we're doing more. <laughs> uh, uh, small one, small one, small one. Oh, that's not small. That's that's small. That is tiny. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Here we All go. right, you right. Here we go. You know, but with the Eagles, though, blah, that, that's not <sighs> good. Earthy when it's warm. You know, but with the Eagles, I mean, I, obviously they've made, you know, improvements, bringing in 
uh, you know, Riddick and, and obviously A.J. Brown, and, you know, they're a pretty decent draft as well. But, I mean, you know, the biggest question mark, and, I you know, I, I repeat this often, is Jalen Hurts. I mean, if Jalen Hurts can perform well, then obviously the team could be, you know, number seven. You know, well, maybe number one, hopefully. But, you know, rank this high with Jalen Hurts as an unproven quarterback, I think that's a little unfair to some of the other teams below. When you have Derek Carr on the Raiders, who is a proven quarterback, I think he's pretty damn good. Their defense is good, and they're ranked that low. Yeah, it's not fair. That's not fair. I think I think the Eagles, if I was to rank the Eagles, I'd rank them sort of middle of the pack, middle of the road. You know, their offensive line is good. Their defensive line is good. But the biggest question mark is their quarterback. And uh, if, I, if I was to rank the Eagles, I'd rank them at 15 myself. Yeah, I actually think uh, this is fair. I might even rank them a little bit higher. No, no. Offensive line is a beast. Defensive line is a beast. Running game is a beast. Receivers are a beast. By all accounts, Jalen Hurts is making strides forward. Oh, yeah. And, playing and with poise. Practice, yeah. Understands the playbook, and I think no. Obviously, I wish them all the best. I think this might be the most talented team outside of the quarterback position in the NFC. We'll see. Next to the Rams, is. neck and neck with the Rams. We'll see talent what, for talent. What, what Sirianni could do with this team. Yeah, but talent yeah. wise, they're right there with the Rams. They might be higher than the Rams in terms of just talent on the field. You're just being nice because like I'm on the. Podcast. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I think the talent is it's crazy good on the Eagles. No, they're they. I mean, and the draft was it was amazing. The secondary is still not good. Yeah, you know, the secondary is still pretty terrible. When a quarter, when your opposing quarterback has to get the ball out in three seconds or less, our linebackers don't worry about the secondary. Our linebackers are still not that good. You know, and that's that's a pretty good portion of the defense. You know, the secondary, the linebackers. I mean, our front four, you know, obviously is good, but uh, our offensive line is good. But, you know, secondary, linebackers, quarterback. I mean, there's still a lot of question marks there. Eh, I disagree. Uh, number six. Look at this ranking. I'm not doing any more shots. The Browns at number six. Assuming Deshaun Watson plays. No, exactly. Obviously. If Deshaun Watson is the quarterback of this team, then that's not an unfair ranking. But if he's not going to play, then they should be. In like twenty seventh spot, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I guess I, I, I essentially agree with everything you said. If Watson plays, they're top five potentially. Although there's going to be a lot of drama, yeah, and pressure, if he can and press play. conferences, and all the shit he has to deal with on top of the play because it's going to be intense for him. Because if, I mean, if, if, he, if he can still be that guy that he was with the Texans, but if he's not, you know, I'm, I'm sure he'll eventually get to that level. And he has said a whole year out. Yeah, he, he's been out for a while now. So I mean, maybe not this year. Next year, maybe if he's if he's able to play, then he's gonna get back to that Deshaun Watson level of play that we expect from him. But you know, coming back after sitting out for so long, I'm not sure how much practicing he's actually done. Yeah, this is that that ranking seems high to me, given all the uncertainty around this team. Packers at number five, Friday. They should probably have to be at about 15 since they have no talent on the offense. I'll say. And virtually no talent on the defense. This is an Aaron Rodgers ranking through and through. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's elevated because of Aaron Rodgers. If I was to rank the Packers, I'll rank them at maybe 11. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably put them about 15. This this ranking is equally as inflated as Aaron Rodgers' ego. Huh. Number four, the Rams. How, is it, how the fuck is that possible? They just won the fucking Super Bowl. But there was an offseason. There were moves that were yeah, made. There they, were they, players they, that were lost. They're still pretty good. They are still pretty good. But Von Miller's out. Mm-hmm. You know, Stafford's a year older. The offensive line. Whitworth's coming back, but he's, he's old a year older from last year. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Jalen Ramsey's a year older. <laughs> I am saying all these players are one year older from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, if they were 31, this year, they're 32. 
Ah, uh, okay. Is that how it works? It, 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 for most players. So next year, I won't be 36. I'll be 39. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. fuck. No, no, you'll be 37. I mean, you'll be 39, but you, yeah. it'll be one year in addition to the year that yeah. you were last in. Uh. But I, I think this is fair because I just think the Rams, they while they have brought in players, they have lost some pretty, pretty big-name players, and some of these guys, especially on the defense, are a year older. And even the great one, the one whose name cannot be spoken without turning to stone, if you say a negative word about Aaron Donald, he's a year older too. He's into his thirties. Yeah, they give they give him a pretty big contract too. Yeah, but no, so but I, the Rams should technically be number one. Uh, we'll see. Chargers at three ahead. I, I mean, who's I, the I, king of L.A. now, LeBron? Uh, the Rams still. Um, but you know the the I. I I love Justin Herbert, though. I mean, the fucking, like, you you talked about it at length when he was drafted. Yeah. You wanted him with Pittsburgh. Yeah, and, and you see why? exactly yeah, why. That's exactly He's why. He's one of the great like, talents. Shucks, we can't make a trade for Joe. Yeah. We got to keep a draft pick to take. We got to take Devin Bush. You know, him and Burrow, <laughs> you know, two of the great young talents in this league. And they did. They made some great moves in the offseason. They got Khalil Mack. I mean, they still have uh, uh, Joey Bosa there. I mean, their defense is going to be great. Their running game is going to be great. Um, we'll just see how they put things together. I mean, I'm just not, it's like, to me, the, this team is like the Clippers, you know, they're yeah. always like second fiddle to that number one team. And right now the number one team is the Rams. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, the Chargers biggest enemy is the name of the team, the place that they, you know, the, the, the uniforms and the history and getting and overcoming the, the monkey on your back, like the Clippers of, of having all that history of losing just piled on top of you and your sort of inferior complex, inferiority mm-hmm. complex that teams like the Clippers have, that teams like the Mets have, uh, you know, teams like the Texans have, you know, playing in another state or another, you know, location with, with teams that have a much, much more storied history. Ah, the Buccaneers, Friday, coming in at number two. That's a Tom Brady rating. <sighs> they got a solid roster, though. Yeah, they do. I mean, they'd be a good team. I mean, they're one of the best in the NFC. Don't get me wrong. But, you you, you know. want to take a bet against Tom Brady? No. <laughs> but are they better than the Rams right now? I mean, they, they did they did play the Rams in the playoffs, and they lost recently. Are they better than Very the recently. Rams? Uh, Buccaneers brought in some younger guys, but they're also they have the guys they have are also a year older uh, than they were last year. <laughs> That's a huge argument. Tom Duh, Duh, like, Brady's a year older as well. Yeah. Uh, I would probably flip flop the Rams and the and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I just said the Rams, but I mean the Rams are they they Rams might have some holes at some point. But I mean the Bucks, Tom Brady, you, you got he's going to figure out a way. But I also have a new head coach, mm-hmm. which also leads me to believe the Bucks probably should be. Yeah, their head coach is Tom Brady. It's true, <laughs> but I, but but Bruce Arians is a <clears throat> solid coach, especially if he's got good players that are smart. Oh, oh no, he's a solid coach. He, yeah. I mean, but you need smart players. You, yeah. Tom Brady, you know, Bruce Arians with Ben Roethlisberger, not a great mix. Bruce Bruce Arians with Tom Brady, good mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't have two dummies, like two risky, you know, uh, uncontrollable sort of dummies in the, in the on the offense at the same time. And that's what happened with the Steelers and Roethlisberger. Too many, they took too many chances on offense. Yeah, who's number one here? Let's take a look here. The, the Bills. Buffalo Bills. Uh they're up there. They're definitely up there. I mean they're 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 top. The Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen. 
Yeah, I mean, with the Bills, I mean, you know, if, if if the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, if the Steelers don't win the Super Bowl, if the Seahawks don't win the Super Bowl, I'll be happy with the Bills winning the Super Bowl because this is a real adopted team, Ben. You spent many years in Watching Buffalo. Them lose Super Bowls. You went to school in Buffalo. While they were you losing watched, Super Bowls. You watched them in freezing temperatures shirtless in Buffalo. That's why we call Thurman Thomas Thermal. Just it, in our minds, it was warm. No, but I mean, this it's a very talented team, but can they make it over the hump? Can they make it over that 13 second hump? It's, I mean, it's all on, I think it's all on Josh Allen. I mean, Josh, I mean, I mean Josh he did, ha- he did everything you can possibly do. But he needs to do, I mean, more. Can, I don't terms, know if he can do more. I mean, those two. He needs pl- to control the clock a little bit better. Potentially. 13 seconds. Well, I mean, I mean uh, but, uh, 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 I'm not saying it's fair. Yeah. But he is going to have to be the guy against some of Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, he was in a playoff really... game or even against a Mac Jones if Bill yeah. Belichick's on the other side of the field. But he was really He's going to have to do more to help the defense as well as help the offense. Uh, yeah. Um, but he did everything you possibly can humanly do in two football games. Yeah, I mean, and they, scored the, the, I mean they scored the TD. There was nothing yeah. he could do. He, he, it wasn't like you're going to go down at the one-yard line in yeah. 13 yeah, seconds. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, because you don't know if you're going to score. You score when yeah. you can score. And that's just the way it is. But, I mean, you know, the defense gave up. Not gave up, but they got fucked up. Uh, they got they fucked got, over. They got fucked up in 13 yeah. seconds. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I, the Bills have a very good roster, a very good team. But I would still place the Rams at number one right now. Uh, and then Bills at, at I just maybe don't number know. two. I don't know if I'd flip. Bills number them. two, maybe Tampa Bay number three. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, it, to me, it's going to be Bills, Chiefs, Rams, and vying for that one. I mean, I'm just not. I mean, until the Chiefs, until you show me they, they're worthy yeah. of being ranked close to ten. Yeah, th- this is the team that just beat the Bills in the playoffs last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. I, I don't know that the Chiefs deserve to drop that far just based on the on Tyreek Hill. Get, knowing what Andy Reid has done for 25 years in his mm-hmm. league as a head coach, uh, I would probably yeah, it would be Bills, Rams, Chiefs, right up there, one, two, three. Uh, I think the Bills have the best team. They have the best quarterback for a playoff game in the AFC. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes still scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Pickett, of course. Oh my God! So when Kenny Pickett, you know Kenny Pickett versus the Bills. Yeah, but I mean, all, AFC all Championship. All, out of thirty-two teams, I think the the Steelers are rated too low. The Raiders are rated too low. The Tennessee Titans are rated too low. The Eagles are rated too high. And uh, yeah, I mean that, that's an interesting uh, interesting ranking right there. Yeah. All right, Franny. That's it for the NFL news. What's next about a big board? Next up, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. All right, we'll give a shout out. Then you want to take a break? Let's take a quick break. Let's All right, a... I'll do the shout out, oh, okay. and then we'll then we'll take a break. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Like you can you can tell my. Uh... I can see your chairs. Yeah, I know. I got got to take a piss. Sorry. Yeah, so thank you all to our loyal listeners and our new listeners as well. We appreciate each and every one of you and totally and sincerely appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show. Truly, truly appreciate it. Since 2018, we've been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzproud.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. How many stars? Five stars, man. Five stars. Please just slam that review button. We would totally appreciate that as well. I don't know why I went back to the 1980s. Totally. We totally appreciate you. It's rad, bro. It's rad. I totally appreciate it. I got to take a piss. Hurry up. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person. Tell one person about our show. That would be your homework assignment for the week. At we, Western Bagel. We would, at Western Bagel or at Walmart or at your local uh, independent it's like, it's coffee shop. more than we have to because I have to get a independent bed. coffee shop. 
You can check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as every other podcatcher in the universe. But if you get your podcast there, you can check us out on Pandora, Audible, or Amazon Music. You can look for us on Twitter, at Goal Thirst, and on Instagram, at Thirstand. Thank right. you all. Friday with Nick's about a big board. Next up, Ben, is our feel-good story. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back for our fee with our feel-good story. All right, and we are back with our feel-good story, Ben. We have a wonderful lead in music for this feel-good story. Of course. Who do you think is on our feel-good story this week, Friday? I don't know, Ben. <laughs> That's why... I'm on the podcast, so I can hear <laughs> this feel-good story. You bring these stories to us week after week after week during the offseason, Ben. A lot of players out there doing good things in their communities and beyond. And I got rid of the hot take this week because you... I noticed that. You I noticed suggested that, that I get, well, strongly suggested last week that you wouldn't, wouldn't be upset if I got rid of it. But if you have a hot take, I would be happy to hear it. I, I do not. I <laughs> You were like, uh, I was. I think I said I was going to get rid of it, like a, when we started the season. And you were like, "Well, you can get rid of it next week." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I guess I came with a few. <laughs> do you have it? What is? What's your hot take? Uh, I don't have a hot take. <laughs> I, don't, I do not. I was thinking about it before I took a nap. You know, coming over here, <laughs> and I, I, ne- I never really came up with one. I'm sorry. Okay. I do apologize for that. All right. Feel- I mean, I had the entire week to think about it, but you know, it's funny that I think about it the night of the podcast. And, uh, yeah, today definitely wasn't the day where I want to think about coming up with, uh, with the hot, hot take. take, you know, after four hours of sleep, it's, I'm tired. All right. This week, Friday, it's Devonte Smith. Cletus, All right. Cletus Gordon had a fairly brief NFL career as a backup cornerback for the Chargers from 2006 to 2009, but he made a big impact on Eagles wide receiver Devontae Smith. Gordon grew up in the same area of Louisiana as Smith, and when Gordon was in the NFL, he had a summer football camp back home, which Smith attended. Smith says he thinks of Gordon when he thinks about why he wants to give back to his community. Back in my home area, Cletus Gordon held a camp back at my high school, Smith said, via the Philadelphia Inquirer. To this day, it still sticks with me. I'm glad that I am able to do that like a guy who was important to me and my community back at home. Smith is hosting a football camp in Philadelphia this week, and he sees giving back like that as an important part of his role as an eagle. To be around here, I love Philly, said Smith, just doing something for the kids and having a great time. It's amazing to see all the kids. I wanted to bring us all together. We just wanted to have fun and get better at our craft. The 23-year-old Smith has a bright future ahead of him, and he's shaping the future as well. I think this is a great story. Oh, yeah, it's a bright future. Obviously, he doesn't have a huge contract yet, so he's not giving away millions of dollars starting big foundations because he's still on that rookie contract. But Franny, what say you? No, it's an amazing story. And, uh, you know, I, I think Devontae Smith himself is going to have a a monstrous season this year, Ben, with AJ Brown there. Uh, but no, it's it's uh, you know you bring these uh, feel good stories to us every uh, week, even though I kind of tune out while you're talking about it. <clears throat> and actually, I wasn't looking at my phone this time around. Actually, that's true. You know, that's I, true. I mean, I come up with a feel good story every that's week. That's true. You do. You I ask for a hot take, just this one you know, uh, sentence know, or two. And it's, I know. That's all we I ask. Know. That's all we ask of of of, uh, <laughs> of Friday fans. Uh, so maybe oh, next no, week you'll come up with a hot take. Yeah, uh, I'll try. I'll definitely try. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to that portion of the show, 
All right. (laughs) That's our feel good story. All right, Franny, what's first up on the, or next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, I don't bring, (laughs) I don't bring my hot take every week, but I do bring my (laughs) shot of the week every week for a hundred and 76 Ooh, weeks. Nice little dig back. Plus like this it. week, like 177 it. shots we've had on the show, Ben. You, you bring like... the feel good stories almost every week during the off season, but yeah. I bring these every single fucking week. All right. Father said, if you're gonna come for me, you better come correct. That's, That's right. what he's saying. That's right. That's what he's saying. No, but tonight, Ben, Fuck you with your hot take. I just made a shot, motherfucker. Yeah, no, but it was it's it's a shot in honor of National Pina Colada Day, Ben. I believe it is on July 10th or 11th, one of those days. It's the upcoming it's July week. 10th. I mean, for God's sakes, you don't know what day is Pina Colada? Pina. <laughs> you're trying to you're trying it's to be all Polina Colada. <laughs> if you like Polina Colada, <laughs> that's what it's called, well, right? Actually, the 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 woman that invented the Pina yeah, Colada, yeah, yeah. her name was Polina. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But then when they this is when the they, history, folks. yeah, when they crafted it for for large masses, yeah, yeah. they thought Polina was too hard uh-huh. for a lot of people to pronounce, so they shortened it mm-hmm. to Pina. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the story. That's great. Of, of a little known elderly woman named Polina. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Please that's, don't. That's not true. So no, it's true. It is, it, is, it is. What was her last name? Colada. Oh, okay. Polina Colada. So yeah. everybody out there, um, you know, if if you're a huge fan of Pina Coladas, <laughs> give her a shout out. <laughs> Hashtag Polina. Polina. And where did she come from, Ben? Uh, Jalisco. Jalisco. <laughs> I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> so I was going to say Boise? Uh, no, not Boise. I thought you were going to say, I don't know where the fuck I uh, It's just I'm looking at the receipt. <laughs> I'm like, where's that made again? I would say uh, somewhere on the Yucatan Peninsula. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, okay. All right. So that's a good history on the Polina Colada, now called more famously as the Pina Colada. Uh, um, more importantly, yeah. this year. Uh-huh. She's one year older <laughs> than, last, than year. last year. That is pretty interesting. I didn't know how those things work, Ben. Thank you. I mean, so next year I will be a year older. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Polina won't be with us forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I mean, no, I think she passed away recently. Yeah. She did? Yeah. Alcohol poisoning. <laughs> alcohol poisoning. <laughs> so, yeah. Polina is no longer Diabetes. with us. Yeah, because yeah. of the pina colada. I mean, actually the first ingredient. In uh, the pina colada mix is sugarcane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, but no, tonight's shot, Ben, which I have um, dubbed the ruby colada. <laughs> and I, I worked I worked hard on that one. I really worked hard on this one. Um, but no, it's, it's tonight's shot in honor of uh, National Pina Colada Day, the ruby colada. It was, con- it's a nice layered shot, Ben. It was concocted with pina colada mix. It was... Also concocted with ruby red, Ben. And and uh, do you like grapefruit, Ben? I love grapefruit. Okay. I mean, I'm not... But a little sugar. Yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. Little, like, put, a little, put a little sugar on it. You know, the... the little honey, little sugar. It's... Yeah, right on there. So you might as well just eat honey and sugar and not the actual fruit itself. <laughs> do you like Do you like it on its own? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Put a little oh, sugar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you don't like it on its own. All right. <laughs> I like it American style. So, yeah. Layered shot, pina colada mix. No, with... I like grapefruit. I like ruby red grapefruit on its own, yes. With some ruby red, 
I mean, I was I was actually looking for uh, some pineapple juice at uh, Total Wine, but they didn't have any pineapple juice, so I just went to Ruby Red. You know, it gives us that sort of tangy sort of flavor, and it looks pretty. They didn't have pineapple juice? It looks pretty. They didn't have pineapple juice, or maybe it's somewhere in the aisles that I couldn't find. But I, I searched far and wide. That is weird. Yeah, I know. It's kind of odd. Yeah. Total Wine is they're they're becoming yeah, uh, sort of, of the, uh, I mean, I noticed BevMo turned into a grocery store. Yeah. Maybe Total Wine. Maybe there's not as much money in booze after the, after the pandemic. Mm. Because boo sales were like, oh yeah, they went through the, through roof. the roof. Yeah, I was getting drunk at home. Uh, I wonder if Total Wine might have to adjust there. You're gonna go in there. You're gonna start seeing more like uh, you're gonna see Tide Pods. And- <laughs> <laughs> you know, Palmolive. Yeah, Don, I went to bed, you know, the first thing I watch. saw was like uh, a, 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 an end cap of toilet paper. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't seem. Like- and on top of the ruby red, Ben is Bacardi rum. So I mean, usually with pina colada, you have rum in there. You have some pineapple juice. Didn't have any pineapple juice, but we substituted that with a ruby red, and we've had a shot like this in the past. I think it was uh, it was a Miami Dolphins shot. It was we had a dolphin shot. Of, we had a dolphin shot on purpose. It, it was it was also layered. It was white. It was uh, pink in the middle. It had a little bit of blue on top. I forgot exactly which alcohol it was, but we have used the pina colada or. Polina, Pali- Colada. <laughs> I mean, uh, right. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. She worked hard. She did. I mean, and she, she never got any credit. No credit whatsoever. She got no residuals, no now, royalties. Mm-mm. Someone just stole the name. And now she's dead. Yeah, I mean, and her family didn't even get to benefit from it. Yeah, cheers, cheers to Polina. Maybe that's why she drank so many pina coladas after she <laughs> she forgot about after, it. Like, just to, yeah. to forget about the fact that you know that she got screwed. Yeah, I know. I know. I Maybe mean, she lived by the beach. That that is true, yeah. She had a tiki bar in the house. I don't think there's a beach near Jalisco, but you know, <laughs> uh, I think there is. I don't know about that. Uh, uh, well, in the region, there is. I don't think so. You don't think I so? Think it's the so she of... must have moved to the beach, maybe. Maybe I think afterward, yeah. She was disappointed. Maybe she was like an honorary. They gave her an honorary piece of property by the beach. I mean, that probably that, that sounds maybe right. I, that sounds about right. Yeah, and she just she sank. She just drank pina coladas out of a gold chalice. So, you know, cheers to you, Ben. I'm sure it's gonna be spirity. There's quite a bit of rum in there. But it's also a little bit, a little sour with a little bit of the sweetness and the coconut eatiness. Put some lime juice in this. There's a little bit of lime juice in there, actually. I put a, little, a few drops of lime juice in there as well. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. All right. I was prepared. And no salt on the rim. Nothing on the rim. Margarita. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I not a pina colada. Did not. <laughs> oh, I'm way off tonight. Did not rim you. Tonight, <laughs> yeah, but no, no. I, I thought like, oh, yeah, well, pina colada has salt. No, it's actually, I mean, te- it's you, a you, whole entire different drink. I mean, you, you technically could, I guess, you know, if you want to. But it's if not normal. If that's your, like, you know, flavor profile. Let's could. do it, baby. All right. Cheers, Ben. Let's see how this thing tastes. Hey, yeah. Whew. That one is definitely, I probably should have added a little more of the pina or polina colada mix to that Ooh. one. More grapefruit, maybe? Actually, I think the grapefruit, because I, I got the sourness. More, more Less rum. Less rum. Yeah. yeah less less so, rum. Whatever whatever <laughs> the whatever the mix, less of that. I mean, that, the pina colada Ooh, that mix. rum is brutal, man. Pina, I haven't had a shot of rum in a I haven't a while. had a rum in a long time either. And I was going to use the Malibu rum. I used to love rum. I was wow. using the Malibu rum so we could get a little bit of the pineapple in there, but I couldn't find it. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to use the regular rum. And hopefully I had enough pina colada mix to like sort of hide the flavor. I didn't do it. No, 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 no. No. I mean, I don't think there was that much alcohol because of the, the ruby red. And what was on the bottom? Uh, the pina colada mix. The pina colada. Yeah. So I don't know that there was that much rum, but there was, it was heavy, heavy rum on it the front up, end. It finished up nicely, though. It finished up nicely, but yeah. the front was a little, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little gag. Like, when I was pouring it in there, I'm like, these shot glasses are kind of tall. I mean, these are really tall shot glasses. That was pretty much a shot Yeah, these they rum. don't serve these in bars. No, that's a, that's a large shot glass right there. But, you know, if I was to do the shot again, I would have added a little bit more pina colada mix. Not grapefruit juice. We, though, didn't, have, I mean, we didn't have the mix isn't in there? Huh? Or the Malibu wasn't in there? I It's somewhere. <laughs> it's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to get the... All right, uh, in September, mm-hmm. we're getting the shelves... So we're going to organize all the booze on that shelf over there. So it's going to have all the bourbons, the scotches, and then the mixers are going to be below. Yeah. Okay. So it'll all be there for your, yeah, for you to be able to grab whatever you want. Yeah. So I mean, I might not have a hot take, but I will have a shot of the week. And this was, you know, yeah, I, it's a, a nice little fuck you. I get it. I get it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I get it. I, 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 your point is made. Your yeah, point is made. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you realized that. Okay. Bit. But <laughs> this is the shot episode 177, the passive aggressive episode. Uh, it's, <laughs> well, no. Like I have. I to, was passive aggressive, and then you. were I have to be passive aggressive because it you can seems be aggressive like, aggressive. It seems like people in upstate New York get their feelings hurt very quickly. <laughs> no, we just want no. I, I want to have you didn't hurt my feelings. No, I want to have oh. ammunition to come back at you. Yeah, but I didn't give you any. No, no, you did. No, I did. Okay, you did. You, right. you, you got. You came back at me, and now I have my ammunition. That's not really ammunition. Uh, it's not ammunition, but it's something that I can make fun of. Okay, that's all we. That's all we really want. My feelings don't get hurt. Oh, they do. No, no, no. My feelings. If I'm still hearing about me not showing up for your uh, bachelor party ten years ago. Your feelings were hurt. No, no, you're, you're actually you're, probably twelve years ago now. You maybe are, even fourteen years ago. No, twelve years ago. Now. Twelve. You know, you're, yeah, you're 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 confusing uh, feelings being hurt with an opportunity to give you shit. I still think there's a little bit inside. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, that one, yeah, that was kind of a big one. Yeah, that that one, that that was a big one. I, I mean, know, I'm not I, so I, much worried about the hot take. The hot take, I could probably. I didn't know you were going back then. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wake up tomorrow like worried about the hot take. But you know, see, but you were still like you were like you're like a new friend at the time. Like I'm like. Is this guy going to be around? Yeah. Well, you tell me. You're still around. You tell me. You're still around. You tell me which bachelor party you should have went to. That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) I was right. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Yeah, you're you're right, Ben. You're absolutely right. But, you know. I mean, I have feelings. Blood. I have feelings. Yeah, I know. I have feelings. I can tell. I know you, you. You just didn't, you know, you just didn't seem, you know, to care. Uh, about my feelings. Is that a tear I see yeah, in your at, eye? At the time. Is that a tear right now? You know, so, you know, as things got uh, more interesting than I would have liked to have engaged in, uh, <laughs> someone had to take me away. Uh, you know, luckily I had someone else there to take me away. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> well, you weren't there. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, the Pina Colada Shop and bachelor the Ruby. Bachelor aren't always about the Bachelor, you know. Ruby Colada Shop and... In fact, actually, best parties are not even that much about the bachelor. <laughs> I mean, well, like, I can't wait for your bachelor party. I'm not going to have a bachelor party, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to have a bachelor party. But I mean, you, even if I don't get married, I just have to have it's one. It's not always about. The, I mean, we yeah. can still go to Vegas. I mean, it, Vegas is fun, you know. Regardless of, actually, no, all the bachelor parties I've been to have been other than yours, and I've never, I've never been to yours. But the other ones yeah, that I went true. to, that's true. They were a lot of fun. <laughs> that's true. Mine yeah. was fun. These other ones were a lot of fun too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they were. I'm sure, mm-hmm. no, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Did you? We enjoyed our time on the floor, <laughs> sleeping on underneath the underneath the window. I, hey, that one was I, fun. I enjoyed my time hey, sleeping on. Hey, uh, that uh, bachelor uh, party was fun. All right. Oh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't think someone would. Uh, I didn't think I was going to have to rip the covers off someone who, who was in a bed. It's only because 
We had two. Well, rooms. you had no covers that night. No, we technically. You had no, you I was had freezing. For I know it could get that cold. There's no in way a, I was going to bed It was like covers. 120 degrees outside. I would outside. bang on every door in that fucking hallway until someone gave me a blanket. Yeah, There's no way I was going to bed. The like only you did. reason we had so many guys in one room is because these other guys didn't want to be in the room with those other guys. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, I was so I guess I should feel blessed that I was in the room with the guys that didn't want to be with the other guys instead of with the other guys. <laughs> yeah, although they were comfortable. <laughs> so except for the one guy who had his own room, his own suite. I was like that motherfucker. Yeah, but he got he That's paid. That's a smart he motherfucker. He paid for his own one. He paid. For his I know, own but one, I'm yeah. like, you're a smart motherfucker. And he had a he had like a hot tub and everything. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm literally under the window. Yeah, well, you know, Jets fan. <laughs> Jets fan. Jets fan. Jets fan gets his own room. Yeah, Jets fan. Uh, I'm sleeping you, with a blanket. You, <laughs> Friday had no blanket. He had the pillows, second night pillows I did. for a blanket. The second night I did, I said, fuck you guys. I'm pulling all these blankets, and I, I slept like a fu- in a cocoon. That was nice. Oh, that's right. I had the cop the second night. That's yeah, somebody yeah. tried to get in the, in the cop and with said, me. said, fuck you, because- like, I was like, are you kidding me? I slept yeah. under the window last night, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. You, I don't know where you're going, but it ain't here in this cop and with me. And he was the one that covered himself with the with the uh, the cushions from the couch. I was like, are you serious? Like, this is a cot. This is a bed. Yeah. Here. Memories. Uh, uh, actually, it would have been a really weird- but Actually, in retrospect, the the story that we would have been able to tell if we had both slept on that cot probably uh, it would have it might, probably would have been worth not getting sleep that night just to be able to tell hey, that story. I mean, it, our our vacation is coming up, so yeah. we, we might be sleeping in the same bed this upcoming summer. That's true. Depending on because I've been looking at Airbnbs at like different like in in Salzburg and in Zurich and in Munich, and uh, you know what. I'm happy sleeping in one bed if I'm going to be paying that much, but I'm not sleeping at a hostel. Definitely not at a hostel. Well, no, no, I'll help. I'll, I'm I'll way pay, too old. No, just before you book the Airbnb, I'll I'll pay for half the Airbnb. I, I'm way too old to just sleep at a hostel. Actually, yeah, but you know what? At a hostel, since I'm single, oh, maybe not so bad. I, I, you, I'll leave you at the hostel. <laughs> I'll go to the hotel. <laughs> but before you, you book, you can meet some interesting people at a hostel. But before you book it, uh, let me know because I'll pay for it. We can get a bigger room. I'll no, pay, but I, I'll I just pay. want to know where we're going because I'm looking at places that we could go because it could be Budapest, it could be Salzburg, it could be Zurich, or it could be all three. I don't care. Like I don't care. Well, just let me know where you'd yeah. like to go, and then I'll because pay, I'm, I'll I'm pay there. so we can have separate beds. I'm there for a longer period of time. I don't care. I'll sleep in the same bed as you. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll you spoon. wouldn't even sleep in the same room without a partition as me. No, 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 no. Okay, that, but that was a good. I mean, I found a pretty decent price for that place, and it was a single can you bed. Slide this bed all it the way across the room just so we can have a partition. It in was between. technically a single bed, but I moved it to the partition, but I could still hear a little bit of snoring. <laughs> Probably. That's yeah. why I have, all right. Either way, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll book it, and we'll I'll pay for half. Yeah, we'll figure so, it out. But I, I do. I I I would like to go to Montenegro. Actually, I'll pay for more than half because you're paying for the car. I would like to go to Montenegro, uh, if possible. I don't care where I go as long as it's not the same place. But there's I've been like before. an. There's like an. If you're okay driving eight hours from down south to up north, yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyways, well, eight hours might be a little bit tough because I don't have as much time as you guys. Yeah, I know. I have I have more time than you. Yeah, but 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 what would you write this but shot? don't book it. No, I'll, I'll, no, I won't book it now. I'm going to book it when we actually figure out where we're going. Because we're going to get like the more Cuban one. We're going to get the one with the fucking balcony. And uh, no, we're not. We're not getting anything that fancy. <laughs> yeah, I'll we're pay not, for it. I'll pay we're for not it. getting anything that fancy. <laughs> no, but there's this nice one in Zurich that I found, like in the center of the city, where it's like it has a balcony. It's like a nice view. It's like 160 euros a night. Man, it's nice. But it's one. That's bed. not even that bad. It's like 300 bucks. Uh, no, it's about 160 dollars because the oh, euro and the dollar are pretty that's much not, like that, yeah. That's that's less than I would pay to stay in downtown LA. Yeah. Well, in a nice house, in a nice hotel. Well, yeah, actually, in a one. shit hotel, it'd be 160 bucks. I mean, right. but yeah, but it, it, it's uh, we'd sleep in the same bed, though. 
Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> no. Fifty years old. You don't no. want a spoon. I I do want a spoon. Oh, okay. I do. I do. But not with me. Uh, with your wife. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All At right. my age, you know, spoon. But she doesn't really want a spoon with you. <laughs> no. No. That's you'll learn someday. Uh, All right, Friday. What's next about a big board? Uh, well, no. Where do we rate that shop in? Oh, uh, seven. You see, I would give it a seven too. It was. I mean, the flavors were there. There was a sour. There was a creaminess. But that rum, I overdid it with the rum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, tipsy bartender would be proud, but rum is a tough, it's a tough mixer. Yeah. It is. It's tough. I mean, it is. I mean, it's easy to throw in a Coke or throw in some cranberry. If it was the Malibu rum, I think it would have been a little bit better, but I couldn't find it. So fuck it. I couldn't find it. Didn't try to find it. You know, (laughs) six of one. (laughs) I told you I'd come back at you. Uh, All right. (laughs) So next time we'll be bored, man. Fuck you with your hot take. I got to fucking make a shot. It's our beverage of the week. It is the ABK6 ice offering. And uh, we put it in the cooler. We tried it um, earlier on the podcast uh, because supposedly the temperature changes in the cognac give you different flavor profiles. And so uh, I'm going to grab it from the cooler Ben, I, I can hear myself in for a second. I think you, you turned down the wrong mic. Okay, no, I can hear myself. Okay, good. Um, so we tried it at room temperature, and we got a lot of sweet notes, a lot of vanilla, a lot of honey, a little soft on the front, creamy on the back. And uh, I'm gonna grab it from the cooler. I'm gonna go ahead and and, and pour it into some other Glencairn glasses, and we'll try it cold, and we'll compare it to the warm ones that we have on the table, and see if it tastes any different. All right, let's do it. We'll be right back with the warm taste and the cold taste. Hold tight. All right, and we are back with our beverage of the week. Like I mentioned, the ABK6 Ice Offering. It is a cognac, Ben. Do you have information for us on this one? I do. This is the Ice Cognac, single estate cognac from ABK6. The freshness and delicious delicacy (laughs) of Ice Cognac affirms its identity as an owner's cognac made by the family Abacasis. Over the course of a tasting, the softness of Ice Cognac by ABK6, ABK6 gradually reaches a fresh and lively finish. The other interesting information about this particular cognac is this is a cognac that was created back in 2011 or 2012, created to be shipped specifically on the rocks or sipped specifically on the rocks and was launched this week or in 2011. As it is described as a flavor journey that will take the drinker through aromas of white peach, lemon, sorbet. Nope, this one. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorbet. Well, okay. White peach, lemon, sorbet, and iced mint as the temperature of the elixir drops. Yeah, sorry. I, oh, I no grabbed some ice right there, Ben, so we can throw it in the glass because I see it on the website with with ice in there so oh yeah yeah i yeah. just I was just this is the warm one yeah uh but you wouldn't know that because they both look exactly the same <laughs> uh sorbet and iced mint is the temperature of the elixir drops ice cognac by abk6 is said to develop its distinct aromas as it progressively comes into contact with cold temperatures and water 
the limited edition cognac, which is still being made 10 years later, produced in the hillsides of Clay, France, made its debut in Vinexpo, the world's largest wine trade fair in Bordeaux, in 2011 or 12. I think I want to say it was 2011, 2012. Let me see, since my computer is slow as shit tonight for some reason. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it was like 2011 or 2012, give or take. Uh, at 64 degrees Fahrenheit, for instance, the cognac begins softly and smoothly, giving off aromas of vanilla and evolving into white peach. At 54 degrees, aromas of orange blossom are detected before merging into lemon sorbet. And when the mercury drops to 41 degrees Fahrenheit, the cognac emits notes of ice mint. The cognac is made from the Ugni Blanc grape, the most widely planted grape in all of France, and is best served in a tumbler glass over several ice cubes. And that's exactly what I did, Ben. I just, you know, like, wait, well, as you were stumbling over that. Uh, <laughs> ben, he is all on no, top no, you, of me but the I... reason you did it because you were trying to find like which glass right there was the cold one. And uh, I just grabbed some ice. Hot, he, his feelings got I just, hurt I, by I, the hot I just, take I just grabbed clearly. the ice from the cooler, and I, was, I just tossed it in there to kind of cool it down just a little bit more. I mean, the the uh, the bottle was sitting in the cooler, but I don't think it's cold enough, Ben. So I just added some ice to that, and now we can sort of, you know, sample the warm one or the warmer one with the colder one. I'm and not going to have to get are... children and family services out here after. Oh, you're going to you're going to hit me, are you? No, me, I will not. Okay. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I do not get aggressive. <laughs> Passive. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you a light slap. Emmy, <laughs> excuse you. All right, so this is the warm one right here. Right, you got the warm one. Is it okay for me to drink it? It's it is not okay. <laughs> I just got got scared now. Oh my god! Is <laughs> uh, everyone from the East Coast like you, Ben? You get their feelings hurt very quickly. My feelings don't. I to, my feelings aren't hurt at all, actually. All right, what are we gonna do first? You tell me right. what to do. You're the so dr- we, you're we, the drink guy. We we I'm not the drink guy. You're, you're the drink, drink guy. You're the drink guy too. No, you just made it clear you're the drink guy. <laughs> We're both experts at this. Well, you're more of an expert on the cognacs. I enjoy the cognacs. I do enjoy the sweetness. Yes. So let's let's give the warm one another sample. I mean, we we sampled it earlier on the show. We got a lot of a lot of sweetness, a lot of honey notes, a lot of vanilla notes, a little bit of stone fruit, some biscuity you know notes to Ooh, it. I, I'm impressed. What uh, vanilla and white peach? We got that in the first yeah, the first yeah. time we tasted it at the beginning of the show. We got that. Yeah, we're experts, Ben. Self proclaimed. <laughs> yeah, like the Cowboys. Everybody's a self. Like the Cowboys. Self proclaimed. America's team. <laughs> self proclaimed. I'm not taking a shot. <laughs> Lakers. Lakers. Self proclaimed. West Coast team. No, they're they're the best. Because all the lakes in LA. <laughs> Many Lake Balboa, <laughs> Echo Park Lake. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Thousands <laughs> of them. Thousands. SoFi Lake, which just had a dead body pulled out of it this week. <laughs> yeah, I know, week. right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Gotta love it. All right. So that doesn't happen. Taste that doesn't water. happen in Minnesota. <laughs> They just don't find them. Yeah, I mean it's similar to to earlier. Yeah, it's got that sweetness, that honey, that vanilla, that stone fruit, and mm-hmm. a little bit of cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. There's actually a nice pronounced bit of cinnamon in there. But let's try the cold one now, Ben. We threw a couple ice cubes in there, watered it down just a little bit. Let's see how this one is on the news. Well, it's softer. Oh, it's got a nice, 
It, uh, the grapes are coming through more. And, you know, with the extra added sort of melted ice in there, it doesn't really punch you in the back of the nostrils. Almost like it not at all. Warm. There's not much spiritiness at all. I mean, There's you little... really get the aromas of the cognac much more than the, the spiritiness when it's at room temperature. That's a nice creamy nose. Vanilla creaminess. We don't do too much on the rocks. On no, the no, show, no, yeah. this is sort of a but new this, thing this, for us. This one, though, I mean, this one, this one calls for it. So, I mean, it's literally on their website. Yeah, and it must have been. It was supposed to be a limited edition, so it must have sold pretty well because they're still making it ten years later. It was still, you know, pronounced bit of uh, sweetness though, sugariness. But I get, I get but more. It's not as sweet though. It's not as sweet. I don't get the honey on the nose. Yeah. I'm not getting the stone fruit on the nose. Mm-mm. Maybe just a little bit. Maybe a little bit of the raisininess. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Let's see how it tastes. And it's really chilled. I mean, I can feel it in my fingers. Nice and cold. Like your heart. And it's a little softer. It is It is definitely softer. I mean, obviously, the added I do get, water. Wow, that that's crazy. There. I do get a little bit of orange. Maybe a little bit, a little bit of citrusiness to it. I get a little bit of orange. I get less cinnamon. It's not as it, sweet. I mean, it's pretty flat. It's flatter. You know, it's not as complex. I would say. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a little bit flat. I mean, it, with you know, it, as as it gets colder. Mm-hmm. I don't get mint, but I maybe a little bit, a little bit. See, I'm not getting the minty notes at all. I think I get it right on the tail end. It's almost like a little bit of, but not mint, more like an orange mint. Like a different sort of variety of mint. It's sort of not your peppermint, but more of an orange mint. Kind of like that, uh, that... You know that that orange chocolate that like it's wrapped up in like an orange ball. And you yeah, have, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You have to like slam it against the table to like break it into little yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, it gives you like that little orange sweetness and a tiny bit of mint, very tiny. I'm not getting the mintiness as much. I think they're bullshitting us on that. But you got to pay attention to it, as it's all the way but down do you- your throat and it's all the way in the back of your tongue, and it's way back there. Where it's almost going to gag you, right there. That's for the mintis. <laughs> it's all saying that's for the mintis. <laughs> okay. Do you, yeah. do you feel it all the way back there? I feel it all the way back there. Yeah, it's really poking the back of my throat there. But um, it. it I mean, do you prefer it cold or at? It's about seventy-five degrees right now. It's almost room temperature. Oh, definitely uh, room temperature. Yeah. I mean, it's way more flavors, way more complex. the cinnamon at the end. Cinnamon, the vanilla notes, the honey, very strong honey notes. I just feel like the ice really, I mean, it really it really slaps the flavor out of the cognac. Yeah. I mean, even I mean, with the ice, it almost tastes like just like a sort of a cheap bourbon with a lot of ice in it. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, but it yeah, does have that mintiness to it. But it just lacks flavor. But I mean, it's citrusy-ish. Oh, know? for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think it was a good. I mean, it was an interesting 
That's marketing. Nice, yeah. I mean, I, I'm guessing a lot of liquors, scotches, bourbons, rye. If you put ice in it, you're going to be able to get different flavors. So it's an interesting sort of marketing gimmick. Gimmick. Uh, but I think it works because I do get the mint in this one because mm. I can feel that sort of coolness right now as I'm. Even though I've, I just drank it, now I can feel a little bit of coolness in my on the back of my palate, like way back there. That's the ice. Like way back there. You, fall, you swallowed a cube. But it's, it's just softer. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't drink a lot of bourbon or scotch on the rocks. I don't drink it in a chilled glass usually. I keep it sort of at room temperature in the 70s. Um, but taking it at room temperature, baby. That's good. Yeah, that's this is good. probably my favorite cognac so far. Oh, really? Now all of a sudden, actually, it's it's not my favorite cognac. It's actually way sweeter than some of the other cognacs. Yeah, but the other one just tastes like you know, like a like a bunch of grapes that were just sort of that's not true spoiled and left out in the sun in France. <laughs> cognac hater over here. <laughs> I'm not a cognac hater. I get a little bit. I think a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Because it's you know it's like. Uh, it's like you got your scotch over here, you got your bourbon over there. Like we got, we want something too. Like, what can we do with some grapes? What do you say, Francois? Can, can we do something to make some money here? Uh, no, but we're, yeah, we're... Let's, let's make some liquor out of grapes. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. I, I, I've loved. I mean, this is not. It's not a bad cognac. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think the the marketing sort of falls flat. Um, you know, I, I think the ice added to it, the coolness that's added to it. I think it's just the you know the extra added water that sort of changes the flavor and it kind of flattens the sort of you know sweetness that you get. I mean, you get some nice citrusy notes, but I mean, at room temperature is where it's more complex. It is better you know around seventy some degrees or so. Um, whereas with the ice, it's good. I mean, obviously you can drink it because it's nice and cold, but you just don't get much complexity. Yeah, I just I mean, this to me is like what a cognac should taste like. Yeah, when it's warm ish. Well, I mean, it's it's made from grapes, so it's got that sweetness. It's got that little bit of a grape energy to it. It's got this like a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of peach or or, or apricot or or plum in there, like just some kind of stone fruit in there. Grape energy, huh? But this to me is what I would expect a cognac to taste like. Not so much overly sweet. Yeah, I mean, as opposed to sort of that that Hennessy Covessier. <laughs> Uh, what are the other ones you give me? The other ones we've had, where it just sort of so intense with the alcohol and the, um, and it just punches you with that, Not really. that 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 richness. <laughs> this to me is much oh more. rich, rich flavor. That's terrible. <laughs> well, a rich, but a, it really but, punches me good, with that rich flavor. But a dark, rich sort of spiritiness, and this gives me that that nice sweetness, the honey, what I would want from a grape. Um, you were never a big fan of uh, sweet. Sweet cognac. Well, but with a cognac, I like I like the sweetness because <laughs> the other ones just sort of punch you in the face with their, you know, spoiled grapiness. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Take another sip there. Just being honest, yo. Yeah, I mean, where would you rate this though? Um, Which one, the cold or the warm? Just in general, uh, the warm. I'd give it an eight. Yeah, I, I'm. I, uh, we, we, it seems like we always end up. I was I was thinking the same exact thing. Because, you know, at, at room temperature. At room temperature? At room temperature. <laughs> um, at room temperature. <laughs> uh, you know, it it, it it is actually complex. There's a lot of flavors there. Cold. You know, some of those flavors disappear. So I, I don't like that. 
So it's not passive. It's it's, it's more <laughs> warm. It's aggressive. Cold is passive. Okay. Yeah. So so no hot take next week then. <laughs> I'll think about it. All right. Well, next week we'll 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 work with Franny. We'll we'll help him be more direct in his in his in his conversational style. Because <laughs> uh, uh, he definitely slapped me across the face a couple times tonight. Yeah, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> Just a light slap. That's it, Ben. But luckily, this is how most men do it. So we're we're right on track with how most men uh, discuss their feelings. That's exactly how it has been. Um, but yeah, I'm in at eight. You're at an eight. And next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week. It is the L.A. Vuitton uh, from King's Brewing in Rancho Cucamonga. I'm going to grab that out of the cooler, Ben. It is. Uh, it was gifted to us from Kim, my coworker, a longtime listener of the show, Ben. Because, like I always say, I tell my coworkers that I actually have a podcast. I don't care how ridiculous I sound. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they know how ridiculous I sound at work. So, you know, I'm not embarrassed by it. But uh, Oh, it's not a question of embarrassment. <laughs> so I'm going to grab that from the cooler, pour it into a glass, and we'll see how that thing tastes. Oh, I bet it's going to be good. We'll be right back with the beer of the week. All right, Ben, and we are back once again with our beer of the night from King's Brewing Company, the L.A. Vuitton Hazy Triple IPA, and it is really hazy, Ben. This is the haziest beer that we've had on the podcast, but I love the color. I mean, just look at the thickness of that. That is that is awesome. I'm sure you have some. Is there information? There is. I found it by uh, sort of backdooring the website. Cool. Doing a website search to find the page that exists that has this because you can't get it from the main page. So I uh, used a little bit of my rudimentary technology to find <laughs> this. Uh, this is the L.A. Vuitton Triple IPA from King's Brewing Company in beautiful Rancho Cucamonga, California, one of the suburbs of Never. Los Angeles Metro. Never really been to. Uh, it's Rancho. nice. Is it really? Yeah, I've never it is. South the, uh, it's out the. Uh, it's out in that direction. Out in the eastern direction. Yeah, it actually is. It's a nice sort of bedroom community out there, suburban community outside of Los Angeles. Although everything is outside of Los Angeles <laughs> in Los Angeles, but this is the L.A. Vuitton Triple IPA. L.A. Vuitton is a velvety, medium-bodied oat cream triple IPA that pours a pale. Goldenrod hue. The nose is ripe with a melange of citrus forward aromas, including grapefruit, orange, lemon, and lime, followed by notes of peach, melon, and likey. The finish is an extremely well-balanced and creamy juice bomb with a hashtag on the website, not on Twitter, uh, with the (laughs) slightest kiss of alcohol on the exhale. The style is triple IPA. The ABV is 10%. The hops are citra, do you have any hops, Franny? Uh, I don't know any, Ben. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's ten percent, which is super high. The hops are Citra Cryo or Citra Cryo Galaxy. I didn't know about Galaxy. Yeah, that one. Cashmere. Cashmere and Simcoe. Oh, I'm really interested. One. I'm interested to try this. Uh, four pack of sixteen ounce cans is about twenty five bucks. 
when and ten percent. So that's it. And, and and for the record, we're not making fun of the website. I really couldn't give a fuck whether our website is nice or not nice. What I what we care about is the quality of the beer mm-hmm. in the can in the bottle. Uh, so not a commentary on your website. I really you could have no website if the beer is good. We'd be happy. So Friday, where do we get this beer? Uh, from my coworker Ben. Like I just mentioned, you know, I, I before I, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. My, before my, and also just about ten yeah, minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe even less than ten <laughs> minutes ago. Actually, you know, maybe maybe three minutes ago on the podcast from uh from my coworker Ben Kim. She uh, uh well, this is one person that likes me. Yeah, well, she actually Unlike does. My she very, very angry she. Oh tonight. my god! I'm gonna be hearing about this forever now. Yeah, I don't even know where it, when it when and where it started. I think it started last week when I mentioned you interrupting me, and like, and even before the podcast, you're like, uh, "Tonight I won't interrupt you." And I, I completely I forgot about it. I completely forgot about it. I didn't even think about it, but it was on your mind, though. I guess apparently uh, you know. for the past seven days or six days or so, I have feelings. I, I can tell, and it's they're very apparent. <laughs> they don't get hurt. Yeah, no, no, you have them. They don't get hurt, but you do have them. <laughs> but yeah, from from my coworker uh, Ben, she does go to uh, breweries. She's a a frequent visitor to breweries, and this is from Kings Brew, which she visited, visited recently with her boyfriend. She picked us up this can. Thank you very much, Kim. Yes, she, thank you. She Kim. did not enjoy this beer, but she thinks we will enjoy this beer. And, and you know what? She re- she didn't enjoy. The actually two of my coworkers did not enjoy the McKellar Brewing. Uh, <laughs> shut up! Okay. Yeah, got that um, across the table um, from um, me uh, here. With um, the I'm, pointing, I'm pointing at you. I'm pointing at you. Um, the the, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the Passion Pool, the Passion Pool, which we really enjoyed, and the Guava Gang, which is also very similar. But the Passion Pool, they did not like. I mean, they don't like the sours. They don't like overly bitter, or she she doesn't like overly bitter uh, either. She talks to you, but uh, I mean, she 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 does definitely enjoy her beers, but she didn't enjoy this one. But she thinks we will. Well, what's her style? I mean, what does she like? I think well, she likes IPAs. Um, she does enjoy IPAs like that. Uh, God, I can't remember the other brewery that she got us that beer from. Hang on, let me, let me pull it up on my phone. It was oh, that, like remember, out Ventura Way. No, remember that the um, the one that had the the tea. In it, uh, oh, that here. was good. You thought it was good. I thought it was that was you good. Know. That was good. That, yeah, actually, it was. I, it was, I, it was if like I recall the, correctly, I really liked that. one. You did really like that one. Um, I just where is that one? Um, looking through the pictures. Actually, maybe I didn't even post it. Hang on, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably. That's probably. Yeah. What happened? It's kind of respect you get with Kim. that one. I, I maybe I did post it, but hang on here. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. <laughs> uh, it was. It's been a long time. Jeez, we, we've had a lot of beers since then. And oh, there it is. Okay, it was the victory at sea. Oh, I like that from one. Ballast Point. It was the Imperial like Porter, and. One of them had it was the chai victory at sea, so she enjoyed the chai victory at sea. I enjoyed I enjoyed the regular victory at sea, but you liked the chai victory at sea more. I did. Yeah, see, I I did not. Uh, but you know, she she enjoys her IPAs, even some of the darker beers like the the porters and, and the, the sours stouts and the stouts. Not the not the sours so much though. Yeah, so interesting. Okay, yeah. pilsners, um, lagers. She really enjoyed the um. 
the last or one of the one of the the one it was the modern times one that we had the hoppy tropical Ooh, that was pretty pale good. ale that's pretty good um that one was a good one she enjoyed that one so you know yeah, maybe slight bitterness but not overly bitter but she said this one is very bitter ben so let's see let's how, do see it. how this one smells on the news let's see what kind of notes come through oh that's crazy good on the nose yeah and that's the Citrus. first thing when i poured it into the glass i could just smell grapefruit i get grapefruit and i get a tiny bit of pine tiny bit of pine there's a little bit of leafiness. Yeah, like, like a little grassy leafiness. Yeah. Oh, but that's got a nice nose. It's be, got a I nice, mean, the color, deep, though, rich, this is, thick, this is seriously, hazy nose. This is seriously nose, one though. of the most beautiful beers that we've had on the show. I mean, it's I mean, thick. It's, you it, can't. It's very opaque. You can't see through it. It is. When they say hazy, they're not fucking around. I mean, this thing is really hazy. You cannot see through that thing. It's almost like a milky haziness almost. It's, it's really nice. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Cheers to you, Ben. Oh, I just spilled beer on the computer. <laughs> Let me not stop the podcast by wiping this beer since it ruined my last keyboard. Wow. That is... It is bitter. It is thick. Ooh, that's... Uh, it is orangey. It's it interesting. Is citrusy. It lacks a little bit of pop. Pop-up, man. That it is like a, a, a thick... Bitter IPA. This is almost like a fresh squeezed orange juice beer, right? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it almost has that consistency, mm-hmm. that flavor of, the, of like the, like you squeeze the beer out of a out of a piece of fruit and, and just the right scent, the, glass. the scent of it too. I mean, that's I mean, it's not crisp. It doesn't have as much carbonation, but that is an interesting flavor right there. Like I don't, know, you can't drink a lot of these. These will really mess you up very quickly. Because it does also have that little bit of um, alcoholiness to it. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I, I would. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I agree, I agree with myself. I would want a little bit more Christmas. Thank you. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I do not disagree. Uh, I don't get the crisp the crispness. Yeah, see, I'm not one. getting the crispness, but the flavors are very interesting. Like the bitter citrusy notes with that added thickness to it. I like it. I mean, I like it. I can't remember the last time I had an alcohol bite from a beer. Yeah, this one does give you a little bit of alcohol zing at the back. 10%. That's that's a that's a good amount of alcohol in a beer. I mean, usually the issue with me chugging beer is that the carbonation is too much, mm-hmm. and I have to stop. This one, the alcohol might stop you. I mean, I like it. I do. But it is missing a little... I think it might be list. I mean, missing the bitterness. Like I don't get that much bitterness. I get a, a good amount of bitterness on the front. On the front, you get a nice bit of bitterness, but then as a that, it's it's like a thick creaminess with that citrusy orangey finish. Yeah, I mean, I get the I get a little bit of bitterness, but it's more of a dryness. And then I get the citrus. Then I get a little bit of bitterness again. Then I get more citrus, a little bit of pine. I think we should have more pine. I love pine in a beer. I'm just not quite getting the the bitterness all the way through. Yeah, but on the front end, I it, it really does give you that nice bit of bitterness. I'm not sure what to make of this beer. It's it's a uh, it's interesting. Let's put it that way. No, I mean, it is, it's definitely an interesting flavor. Yeah. I mean, the appearance of it is outstanding. Oh yeah, the best. 
The nose outstanding. Like, out of all the beers that we've had, this is this one's nice. This is a good looking beer. This is a sexy beer. <laughs> bro, all the beers we've had. This was nice. This is bro. nice, man. Yeah, have you checked out the I ass mean, on the beer, bro? I mean, have I you checked you out that ass, ladies. bro? Uh, but this one, this one, this one, bro. This was nice. I'll come yeah. to your bachelor party. A, if you marry uh, her, I'll come. I'll come. I promise. Mm. Marry my cousin, I ain't gonna come. But if you marry that one, that one I will come. That one for you sure. You don't. You don't get the bitterness. You don't get the <laughs> that. It's a, there's almost like a little bit of tang in it too. I mean, it really. I mean, it almost tastes like an orange Julius beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you're old enough to remember orange Julius with that foamy, like that orange juice with the foamy head. I mean, I've had it. Yeah, they still make that. Is this still a thing. I think they have a, I think. I think they still have those. Uh, but that's what it reminds me of, like an orange Julius. With ten percent alcohol, yeah, and a little bit of bitterness. Mm-hmm. Actually, quite a bit of bitterness. I, I'm getting the bitterness. Uh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> it seems pretty consistent with your personality tonight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you, Ben? <laughs> we're on this teddy bear. <laughs> Can I point to like where did where did where we all, touched? It's all over. It's, all, uh, it's everywhere. It's uh, all over. It's... <laughs> uh, but no, I mean I like it. Um, it's it's missing a little something, but I do really like it. Yeah, it's it's it, it's just interesting. It's an interesting beer. It's almost a little, it's like really reminiscent of that one that Lauren brought us that had like that. Like oh, that, from up north. From up north, it had like that. Uh, it was like that pink can with yeah, yeah, that yeah. Ferrari on it. it was like that old school like Ferrari Testarossa on the front. Yeah, the real Ferrari. And that one was like it was very close to this. Like that one was it was it was thick. It was milky. It was. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. <laughs> yeah, it was thick. It was milky. It was you know you bitter, and it was. And I mean, it was, it was that was an interesting beer, and I enjoyed that one, and I do enjoy this one too, because it's just different from a lot of the ones that we've tried on the show. I, I I'm trying to f- put my finger on what it's missing. I feel like it's just missing a little something. Maybe a little more pine? I would say carbonation, too. I mean, it's a little light on the carbonation. Uh, it's like it's hard, thick, yes. but like the carbonation is lacking just a little bit. It's hard to get carbonation into a thick yeah. air like that. Yeah. I mean, you'd really got to, you'd really have to ferment that yeah. motherfucker. But that is, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice solid beer. I mean, you can't get through a lot of these, though. I mean, this is something that you maybe drink one can, maybe two cans. And you're you're pretty buzzed after that. One can, maybe two cans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that song. <laughs> oh yeah, we were supposed to write a song. Oh, eventually, we will. I'm gonna write it. You're gonna sing it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Me like very um, very deep. <laughs> no. I'm gonna write like a Luther Vandross hey. song for you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey baby, hey, baby, cognac. You wanna try this beer? It is bitter. <laughs> it is citrusy. It is piney. See, there you go. That's why he's a hit with the ladies, right there. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a huge hit with the ladies, Ben. But uh, where would you rank this beer? I mean, it's an interesting one. Uh, I wish it were a tad bit colder, but that's our fault. Um, we give it an eight. See, I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna give it a nine because it is it's just it's interesting. I mean it's just different from the beers that we've had on the podcast. 
Um, I mean, like you said, it's like almost like an orange Julius with alcohol and a little bit of bitterness to it. But I, I, I do uh, appreciate the presentation. I mean, look at that thing. Look at it in a glass. Look at that thing, Ben. I mean, look at the lights yeah, I mean, on that thing. You pour that in a glass in a bar, you could pay eight bucks for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you pay, if you pay $25 for four of them, then yeah, you definitely pay more <laughs> than eight dollars. You yeah. pay more like 10 bucks for it. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe more than that. But I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely. It's it's a good looking beer, I mean it's sexy looking. I mean like the thing, but uh, I mean the flavors are, it's just, it's interesting. It's 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 a very good one. Yeah, I mean and the, and the labeling is very simple. It's mm-hmm. it's sort of like an L.A. I mean it's got that that sort of take on Louis Vuitton. On on the label, well, Louis Vuitton. Have you ever had anything from, like Have you ever purchased anything from Louis Vuitton? <sighs> you mean do I want something that's really brown and and I, and, and, and light brown? Like but something like, that's really ugly like, and brown, yeah, but also like, light brown right? at the same time. Like, can, 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 can you give me brown like whenever I see and a, light brown? Can you give me khakis, like but a, also like a little bit darker khakis? Like a younger woman like with a Louis Vuitton purse. I mean, obviously she paid way too much for it, but it looks like an old woman purse. Like, if you're under the age of 60... You shouldn't have a Louis Vuitton purse. A lot because of people do. Many people do. It doesn't look. It's like the, the the pattern is really ugly. Yeah, I mean it's an ugly pattern. Plus, I mean, plus with the crime in L.A., I'm like, I'm like wearing, <laughs> like, okay, I'm walking out of the house with the Timex vest. Yeah, but yeah, I mean a Louis Vuitton like Gucci doesn't do it for me. Louis Vuitton, but at least Gucci got a little bit of color. Yeah, for, see, the women's Gucci good. stuff is good. The men's Gucci stuff is complete. Like. If you can be rich and trashy at the same time, that's yeah. Gucci. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Louis Vuitton, like at least if you have Louis Vuitton luggage, like I, when I when we fly internationally or even when I fly to New York, there's usually some athlete somewhere in the in the line and they got their Louis Vuitton bag and their Louis mm-hmm. Vuitton carry on. Uh, it it's just really ugly. Yeah, it's just, it's brown and then know. also light brown. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not much to it. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why people would pay like twenty five hundred dollars for. Like, and then they check it and throw it on even, a plane. Even like wallets, like men that have like Louis Vuitton wallets, like no, the wallets, they like they don't. They're, they're, yeah, I've seen it. Like, no, like no, no, no. men don't have <laughs> Louis Vuitton wallets. Dude, so whoever these people are with these Louis dudes. Vuitton wallets, yeah, they are not men. Yeah, I, I, I definitely wouldn't get myself. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy a wallet if it is. I, I maybe probably five hundred dollars, maybe a thousand. I have no idea how much a Louis Vuitton wallet is, but I wouldn't pay that much money to carry my money in it. Uh, I would if it were nice, but it's, it's like it's like it's like the Louis Vuitton phone, for it. Yeah, like the no. phone cases or like the. It's like, uh, honestly, really? Like, there's got to be. A, but I mean, you know, people like sort of some designers. They don't like others, but. To me, Louis Vuitton is like, I mean, if I'm a man. Prada. Uh, also kind of trashy. Prada's not as bad. It's not, it's as, not as bad, flashy. but the shoes. Oh, my God. The shoes are awful. Um, I would probably go with. I'd probably go with like YSL if I were a man. Yves Saint Laurent. Yeah, I'd probably go with something a little bit. I'd class it up just a notch. Hmm. Like, like for a high like, like Gucci end. sliders, it's like honestly, like I feel like if you if you wear Gucci sliders, like with socks, yeah, I'd, I'd probably they go should, with the like, cops should just be able to come and take you and take you to prison right away and just leave you there. I'd probably like, be. Are you seriously in this store with yeah. sweatpants and Louis Vuitton sliders or uh, Gucci sliders? Like I, that, I, that's your that's your plan of action for today is like to a, put on 
red and is it, is it, green is it, sliders with is, sweats? That's is, your plan? Is Emporio Armani? Is that like, that's just below, right? It's uh, pretty far below, yeah. Yeah. But it's still nicer. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just, I mean, it's, it's, maybe, maybe it's my, maybe, you know what it is? You know what it is? I figured it out. It's that men don't know how to wear it. Know how to wear what? Any of that shit. Like, <laughs> well, if it's not designed well in the first place. Like, women know how to wear, like, you know, you got the Louis Vuitton or you got the Gucci or whatever. Like, they, they can, they, 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 they incorporate it into their outfit. Men just like, I'm gonna wear these $800 sweatpants and these Gucci sliders. I'm gonna go to the mall with some socks. My socks are 10 bucks, but you know, I wouldn't. <laughs> Like like men don't know how to like put put the ensemble Access, accessorize it. They don't know how to put it together. Mm-hmm. Like you could get away with some Louis sliders, but you got to figure out the way to accessorize like the outfit. Yeah, but like, usually you're just at Seven Eleven like trying to buy a pack of cigarettes, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, <laughs> like this is your plan for the day <laughs> to walk into Seven yeah. Eleven with some black socks and some Gucci sliders, and they have like those uh, like a BMW X4 or something, which is a terrible looking car. Which one's the X4? It's like that one. It's like a it's like a raised sedan basically with like the ass cut off. Oh, so it's, it's so like, like a poor man's Land Cruiser. Uh no, no actually uh no. Um it's actually worse. Um it's it's like uh it's it's almost like a hatchback. It's as if um you know uh, uh, um you know, like the the um what the Subaru um Forester Impreza? Yeah, it's like Alpac? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like something like that, but with a BMW label on it, and it's raised up, and it's like beefed up a little bit. Oh, because they like to throw the big tires on it. Yeah, yeah but it's you know, or, or like the, what's that? Uh, is it the GLS from Mercedes or whatever? Well, like, you're the car guy. It's like a, it's it's like a, it's like a, um, it's almost like a fastback SUV. You know, like where the, where the it, it like it's not like a squared off at the end. It's kind of just like uh, rounded off at the end. So Ugh. like. The like the trunk has no purpose basically like so you buy an SUV so you can fit more things in it but then like the X4 or whatever it is 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 an SUV with the that portion where you would rather buy an SUV to fit things in is chopped off so you, this has, it serves no purpose. Oh, uh, it's like yeah. nine yeah like ninety percent of Land Cruisers are bought in the city. Yeah, exactly for their yeah. wild excursions yeah. to TJ Maxx. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I went over the curb today. I got to take my one kid to soccer practice. <laughs> There was a there was a median, and it was it was six inches, and I got over it, and I didn't even feel it. Like we're but those, so, but those, some of those Land Cruisers are cool though. My cousin has one, and it's sort of like yeah, like you you get in the car, and it's like sort of like well, actually, it lowers down to let you in the car. And oh, then it, like, okay. Like if it's uneven ground, like you you it the car levels itself for you to get into the car. Oh my god, it's actually pretty cool. Oh okay. I mean, I don't have one, of course. I know I, who would be buying one. I have a real car. I mean, I have a Tesla, of course. <laughs> I have a, Go fast, inexpensive. That's all I was asking for. It's not that expensive. <laughs> no. What other car can you get that goes zero to sixty in three point two seconds? No, no, I'm saying for, it's, for it's, it's in the forties. It's not. It was more than that. It was more than that. <laughs> yeah. But it was yeah because well, I got the autopilot. You take away the autopilot, it was in the forties. The autopilot, uh, it's, I still can't use to this mm, day. By the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but eventually, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like paying for an app that's going to be released in ten years. The truck I didn't is, realize that. I didn't realize that it was going to take the truck is coming multiple soon. years before I would actually be able to use the thing that I paid for in two thousand. Eventually, the Roadster is coming out too. Yeah, by yeah. that time, maybe we'll have the autopilot that I paid for in two thousand nineteen. <laughs> yeah, well, Elon Musk, man, uh, he's good at selling shit. Yeah, but I mean, what other car could do that and not break down? 
and not cost you 50 bucks to change the oil or 80 bucks or whatever's an oil change cost now. I mean, I, like last time I paid like $65. It was like, remember when it was like 30 bucks and I was like 65? Like, you know. Yeah, that's too much. I mean, <clears throat> and if you have a Corvette or you have an Audi or if you have a Porsche or something that's air cooled, you're going to pay what? Uh, 200 no bucks? Idea. I have no idea. But what other, what other car can go zero to 60 in 3.2 seconds? Under 50 grand. Uh, no other car. Unless you get like a used Nissan GTR. Oh, that one that goes, <laughs> that one? Yeah, the one that has an engine, Ben, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds nice. But all the ones I see on the freeway, they all go, like, and they scream by what me. A, a CRX? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> don't make fun of the CRX. The CRX is a classic car. It is a classic car, yeah. It is a classic car for all the ricers out there, yes. It is a classic. I mean, the CRX at the time was a pretty sweet car. Yeah. The ladies like the CRX. Not as much as they like my they Prelude. Like the, they like my they, Prelude better. I don't know if they like the CRX. They like the Prelude. The Prelude, yes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you have some stories from the, from your play, Prelude days, Ben. Would you like to like, come in and feel this rock-hard steering wheel? That, <laughs> that, <laughs> the steering wheel was like, it was so hard. Like, it was all plastic. Yeah, it'll make them like they used but to. But it had buttons on there. There were buttons on the steering wheel, which is a big deal back then in the eighties. Uh, yeah. What, what kind of buttons? Like the cruise control button. Volume. The cruise control was on there. Something else was on there. It wasn't as good as that Dodge. That <clears throat> my all-time favorite car from my childhood is that is like the Dodge. Uh, the one that talked to you. I can't remember <laughs> the. It, it was like a. Was it a Charger? Maybe it was a Charger back then in the 80s, but it was it was it was fast was, as fuck. Were we David Hasselhoff or what? <laughs> but it did. It had like it had like voice activation back inside, when in the what? 80s. In the 80s, voice activation. Yeah. yeah, the Dodge, and it talked to you like the car would talk to you. This yeah. seemed like there was enough technology back then. There, there, there wasn't. There, and it didn't work well. <laughs> but the, that Dodge was a okay. sweet car. Was there a person living inside of your dashboard? So, no, my buddy Greg had one of those, and it was like. It was a really nice car. Uh-huh. I mean, it broke down a lot, but it was it was, when you when it ran, it was a nice car. Sounds like a Volkswagen. When it ran, it was good. Yeah, it was like the. But the, most of the time, it did not. But still, I want to get a vet. I still got to get an old vet. Uh, yeah, we've been talking about that for a while now. You know, I mean, the Spirit Jackson auction span. I mean, they're they're on TV all the time, and there's some there's some uh, good deals to be made out there. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, it's just such a nice. I mean, it's it's like the perfect car. How is it? It's imperfect. Like it's the really 79, imperfect. 80, 80, like or seventy seven, seventy eight, seventy nine. Those vets are like they're like the perfect car. Mm-hmm. They're fast. They have the t top. Fastish. Yeah, they're still f- well. I mean, the ones that are really fast, you can't find anymore. Like an LT one or something. It's got like a four fifty or four twenty seven Chevy. Maybe four twenty seven. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, but they're just so nice. Mm-hmm. Get yourself one. You know, so you can balance it with your uh, electric vehicle and then have like a a car that goes like eight miles per gallon. That makes a lot of noise. I mean, I have no carbon footprint. I'm I'm carbonless. (laughs) Except for the the nickel and all the minerals. Yeah, 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 exactly. Other than that, it's all good. We can't recycle the battery, but, you know, fuck it. Well, you don't have to recycle it in the ocean. (laughs) You make a reef out of battery. It's battery reef. (laughs) Yeah. 
You watch when you're like all 70, the acid and when you're everything. like seventy years old. It's gonna be like, where are you going this year? I'm going to Battery Reef. Yeah. It's gonna be like this big, big reef, glowing reef, like off Australia, where all the batteries from the Teslas went. And there's gonna be all these like beautiful sea creatures living among the batteries. You watch, We're like four eyes. <laughs> it's gonna be like the Simpsons fish. <laughs> yeah, but I'm at a nine, Ben. You're at an eight for the LA. Vatan offering yes. from King's Brewing in Rancho Cucamonga. All right, Franny, what's next up on a big board? Uh, next up, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, take it away. So you're, you're always way better at this than I am. Because you study this. You write study this. You, st- <laughs> you have no access to it. I don't know how I would ever find it. I don't have any access to this. I don't know how this. I would find this document. I didn't even realize that the other stuff was on the back of the page right here. Like This is like, oh, you printed on both sides. Look at that. I don't know, I don't know how you could ever get That's access to this document. This document... That's- I mean, is, I, I, I this see is this like CIA level. I see this for the first time <laughs> when I come over here. I see this document that I read every week that hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> We're a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head over to our website at thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. There you can subscribe and listen to past episodes, 177 episodes. Ben, we're almost at 180 Pretty soon we're gonna have to take a hiatus though. We'll be leaving on vacation, you know, next few weeks or so. So uh yeah, one eighty will roll around eventually, but we'll get to at least one seventy eight, one seventy nine. We can get pretty close to one eighty there. Check out our show notes, links to our stories we cover, and the booze and the beers we review, Ben. We are self proclaimed experts on booze and beer. Links to all podcatchers to download. Or leave a review. How many how many stars should they leave us, Ben, if Five they do stars. rate? Five stars. Five stars. Or six, if possible. It, Maybe slam seven. Slam it. <laughs> Send Apple a message that six stars is appropriate for this podcast only. Email us. Call us. Follow us on Ben's amazing Twitter. Ben, what's your handle? Thirst. Or on Instagram, at Thirst and... <laughs> I think about that one for a second and uh, check out the amazing photos on both Twitter and on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. Well, you can change this however you'd like. No, to- that's, that's amazing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't see this document. And it's funny. It's funny. I don't like, know this document. I don't know what, what I'm is looking at. What is this paper? <laughs> what is this paper yeah, is... that I've looked at for four years? I don't know. I don't know what it is. It wasn't a full four years. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we eventually got this all written down like maybe three years ago, all right? Yeah, can you remember, what, you remember when we used to write this down on the board? Yeah, it was the actual big board that we had. Like know? during the season, we would like write down every game? Yeah. And I'm thinking like, school. we wrote down every game? Yeah, I know. That, that's a lot of writing. It was. I mean, but, you know, that was a big board. <laughs> it was. And I, still have it. I still have it from our last episode when the we used it. The big board. And we, we, we used to, like, even, like, uh, place it against the uh, right outside over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it goes against this wall. I'm not even sure exactly what it was. Yeah, it was here so you oh, could see right it. There. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, so I could see it. But you didn't have to see it. Yeah, well, I had it on the computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true too. But yeah. the big board is—it's it's no more. But now we have the monitor. Now I can see. Now we have the big like monitor. A, yeah. It, it, well, it's not big, but I can see it. Yeah, but I might have to hang it. Might have to like hang that from the uh, 
And where the bird fell on us earlier oh, That's tonight. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To all of our listeners out there. That was my... my I'm going to cry later <laughs> tonight probably about that. There was a crow that was flying by and just fell... Like, it literally fell into the yard. And then Ben picked it up with his hands and uh, took it outside and uh, tossed it into the air and it flew away. <laughs> no. <laughs> I took it from the backyard to the front yard because I knew my dog What? Would chomp on it. Would devour it, yeah. So I was hoping that it would live if I put it in the know, Positive thoughts, though, for the crow out there. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> I've just never seen a, a crow left, fly into a tree and then just fall. Yeah, left left wing seemed to be sort of injured. But, uh, you know, Ben, you just threw it into the air and it, and it flew off like a dove. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope that that was a, a precursor to the Ravens' season. Yeah. <laughs> This falling. year. Is that a shot? No. Is that a shot right now? <laughs> Flies into the tree. In the podcast? And then falls down. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do a shot of uh, whatever I have here. What do I have here? Yeah, yeah. The ABK oh, I drank six. the rest of that. Uh, I got a little bit left in my glass over here. All right, Friday. Anything else to add before we... Uh, uh, nothing else to add, Ben, except thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening. All right, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.